Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. I mean, the Persian Empire's army was so big, they would dry out the rivers. But Herodotus says that in his, in his book, when, when all my life, growing up, through the 80s, all I remember being taught at school is that we should be colorblind. But now it seems like these people that call themselves progressives are looking back past the civil rights to where now I should care about what skin color I am or the other person is. Educate yourself, open your eyes. Don't be led around like sheep or cattle. Government will always push its boundaries, no matter who is in charge. Today's show, I wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, like legalization and things like that. When markets get saturated, only the strong survive. We see the crossover from what religion teaches us about behaviors, and we can see the proof in the science. I'm not scared of the virus. I'm not scared of the pandemic. You know why? Because I know that there is something greater than all of this. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. A little half shot? You want to take a little half shot? This is a shot of what? Of this. That velvet? Yeah. Smooth. Smooth. Smoothness. That's how we start, man. Hey. That's how we start the show, baby. By taking a fucking shot. Shit, man. You got some twine. Some twine. Cheers. Chase at home. Oh, five. Nice. Mm. All right. Three, two, one. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I'm your host, Jay Marie. How are y'all doing out there? Thank you for checking in with us today on this Memorial Day weekend. Wait, Memorial Day? Labor Day. What is Memorial it? Day. Memorial Day. We're hanging out here at Flox, chilling out uh, in his cave here, uh, about to, uh, you know, just kind of kick back. And uh, he got some smoking in the grill. What do you got over there in the grill? Got a little bit of uh, jalapeno cheddar sausage, and then I got some St. Louis-style ribs, uh, doing them sweet and spicy. With a little slap your mama Cajun seasoning Big. and uh, <laughs> some Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper sweat. <coughs> Big old slaps. <coughs> <coughs> Big old slaps. <coughs> Woo. That's that Corona blood. <coughs> and then big old slaps of ribs out there. And look. I got a piece right here. Forget about it. It is slap your mammy. Big time. Slap your mammy. Anyhow, we're hanging out. <coughs> and you know what? <coughs> I wanted to actually actually talk about something you were bringing up here a minute ago. Uh, because, you know, like uh, that poker thing, way. It fucking blows me away, dude. Because you, you know, you fucking play really good, nigga. Like, I can't play with the damn way. You know what I'm saying? But, but you, you know... Like fuck, man! Like I, I don't know how you do it, but like, like, just tell me a little bit about like, like, since when did you start or what the fuck? Like, how did you get fucking so good? Because as far as I can tell, you win a lot. I mean, you probably know better. 
Well, like, do you win more than lose, or? So I do have a, I do have a uh, certain, um, like a process to the way I do my poker. My wife calls me a professional gambler because I never lose. But when I do lose, trust me, I do lose. But for instance, if I go play poker at a at a poker room, uh, usually the minimum buy-in is about a hundred dollars. Um, I usually take two hundred. Of the games, like, got a lot of money on the table, I'll buy in the whole two. If the game's just, you know, everybody got, you know, just a nice stack or whatever, I'll buy in a hundred. If I lose that hundred, I might buy in the other hundred, depending on how I feel. If not, I'm just going to lose that hundred and go home. A lot of times when I buy in two hundred, um, I hardly ever lose when I buy in two hundred because I got so many chips that they can't just you, get you, lucky on me. You can, you can, yeah. You got enough to maneuver and play around a little bit. So in 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 with a hundred dollars in chips, you know they can get lucky on you, and then you know of course you're gone. You're going home because I'm not buying back in. Well, a lot of poker players don't make money because, for instance. They played three days ago. They cashed out five hundred. Well, they go play today. Well, guess what? They buy in two hundred. They lose they buying a hundred. Lose buying another two hundred. Before you know it, they lost. They done their... bought seven eight hundred in. So they're under. They're under yeah, for whatever for they the just week. won. Uh -huh. for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll tell you how I got started. So I'm real competitive in anything. It can be fucking throwing quarters to the wall to see who closes. <laughs> I'm competitive, so. My homeboy Jimmy and Brad invited me to go play at this free tournament at Hooters back in 08, 2008. $100 for first place. And, and it was a tournament. Like, it's, in, they, it's in Hooters. The, uh -huh. the, the Hooters is open, regular business, but they got like 10 Look. tables to the side for poker only, right? And it's natural. You can order beer and wings. So the motherfuckers in there drunk, talking shit. You know everything. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I do know about poker. But I just don't know about Texas Hold'em. I've played five cards. Yeah, like my regular grandpa old school. When I was little. Old school, yeah. But yeah. So I know like three of a kind beats two pair, and you know whatnot. Yeah. So I know about all that, but there's a style. There's a there's a lot of shit that you gotta learn over time. Is like. First of all, there's three kind of poker players. There's one that plays for fun, and then there's one that plays to make money, and then you got your gamblers, the ones that just play because they want to gamble. Uh -huh. Okay, so it's kind of like entertainment to some people, but I take it as a job. Uh -huh. When when I go play, I'm clocking in the work. This is my part time job, man. I've I back in 2010, I was paying rent off poker. Real? Like, you ever keep track? Like, for 2010, did you keep track? Like, how much did you win in, in your winning that year? I did keep year? track one, uh, two years in a, in a row. 2010 is when I went to go play in the World Series. Of oh, Pokemon. yeah, I was going to ask about that. That year, I won 16000 in, in in winnings. And I totaled up how much I lost. I lost about 2200 so you were way I, up. I won about sixteen grand for the year. So I lost oh, about man. a total of twenty two hundred. And and like for instance that year, are these back backroom games, some backroom games, mm -hmm. some at the casino so and shit like that? Back then I didn't really go to the casino and um <clears throat> poker poker was really hot, but 
a lot of people didn't know how to play it, but everybody wanted to play. Well, therefore, you got people that got big money that think because they got a deep pocket, they can bully you. And yeah, and even though you're better than them, they feel like their pocket can bully and you. And I mean, sometimes... It does. Sometimes it does. the more chip yeah. can bully because you're yeah. limited. Yeah. So, you know, I would go play at these little games, $40 buy-in, and there's a dude in there buying in two or 300 You know what I'm saying? <coughs> but I just sit back, pop him 40 at a time. Before you know it, he's buying in another 300 Well... I've, nobody's ever ran it up like me, but we used to play at Chris's barbershop. Bought in 40 bucks. Oh, day. back in the, in the yeah, back room. Right there, yeah. yeah, I remember. Bought in 40 bucks one day. I called in to work. I got there at 11. Supposed to be at work at 12.30. Called in to work because at 12.30, I was up 300. <laughs> off, off 40 bucks, right? Yeah. Well, that night, I played until they closed the shop to 8 o'clock. I cashed out with nine fifty in the day. <laughs> well, that Hooters tournament, I didn't know what I was doing. I got knocked out in an hour. But after that, I said, man, I'm going to learn how to play this game. The hold them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, uh. I should have inspired you to fucking go learn how to fucking, how to fucking, uh. It's, it, it's weird because, look, like earlier, you talked about the three different players, right? Like, and you know me, like, I don't really know. I just it, like I just fuck it for fun. Like as far as like who who's the danger who's the most dangerous type of player? The most dangerous type of players are the ones that don't give a fuck. I mean, I go play at some I go play at these games now. They're poker room games. The minimum hunt the minimum buying is a hundred. There's no cap on the max. Damn, you could buy a thousand dollars. So say I've been there all night playing, and then I got a thousand dollars in chips. Mm. This dude that just got there five minutes ago, he can buy a thousand. He can buy whatever he wants. So there's guys that do that. They'll come and sit down and be like, "Who got the most chips? All right, give me whatever he got. Give me eight hundred. Give me a thousand. So there's this one dude that. Well, there's a couple dudes, but that day when I cashed out with that nine hundred, I only won that in two hands. I won that all because he was in two hands because he was raising, he was and bullying, trying to. So, for instance, this is a one-two game, right? The small blind is a dollar, the big blind is two dollars. So that means you have to pay three dollars per go around, mm-hmm. right? So you get like seven hands free in between, something like that. So every seventh hand, you got to pay like two and three in a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we normally raise. 20, 25, that's a normal raise, right? Mm-hmm. This dude's raising $70, $100. He putting people all in without even no cards out there. Uh, oh, off the, yeah, off the, the muscle. Bat. So guess what? So then he started betting in the blind. So one hand, they made him mad. So he's like, man, fuck that. I bet 200 in the blind. Nobody's got cards yet. So you get to look at your cards and there's a $200 bet out there already. So imagine you look up, you got pocket kings there. So, but that so so like for instance, that bet is out there. I can look. Okay, yeah. So I can look at my hand, and then fuck it. But if I want to keep playing, of course, you then gotta I call two hundred or whatever you have. You gotta go all in. That's that's what's crazy about Hold'em because he did that with me, and I had pocket jacks. He had bet two hundred in the blind, so I called the two hundred. What, what was he holding? <coughs> he didn't show me. He didn't flip. Right. But he bet two hundred in the blind. So instead of I had like about five fifty already. 
So instead of going all in, right? Because mm-hmm. he could call me with like ace deuce and then fucking hit an ace. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, I'm going to just call and see the flop. So I call the 200 and the flop comes out. Um, it was all pretty much low cards, like 289. Mm-hmm. And I had pocket jacks. So my jacks are over, you know, to the, to the board. But he, uh, he bets 250. The next round. No, right? The, when that flop comes out, oh, he bets 250. Okay, okay. But see, I got position. So just so you know, what I'm speaking of is position, meaning I have action after him. So meaning, for instance, if we were playing, you go first and I go second. Mm-hmm. So if you're behind somebody in position, that's always a better position because you have the last say. Oh, could you have an opportunity yeah. to jump so out whenever, or a raise? A lot of people call with bullshit in position because you got 2-3, two, and guess what? The flop comes 2-2-3, two, two, and everybody in front of you is there to act. So you got one betting, you got one raising, you go got one going all in, and you're sitting there just waiting for your turn, and you got a full house back here. See what I'm saying? So position is good. That's good. Oh, because you can see yeah, what's coming. So and then, then, you know what? And I, Boom, I've had it happen so many times where I got like ace club, ace ace five clubs. Boom, three clubs on the flop, and I'm last to act. And you got a bet, you got a raise, you got an all in, you got a call, and I'm like <laughs> looking at my hand like six, seven times. Cause I'm like, damn, do I got the flush or not? And I'm like, shit, I'm all in. I mean, this shit is crazy, man. I mean, it's yeah, a, dude. What? So, what was the most you ever in one game, one sitting, whatever, like? That you came out of the, mo- one, the one most boom. I ever won uh, twice. Uh, well, they were both over a thousand dollars for my both. So one time we played, my cousin Frank. He had his boy Philippe. He was a he was hustler. He was a hustler. A so poker he had, hustler? So he had like four thousand dollars on it. So he thought, so he, was he, thought he was real badass. Okay, so okay. we're we all buying fifty bucks. He buys it for three hundred. So he's like going all in without looking. So of course throughout the night, I you you I you, just you take gotta, my toe. You, and you so, yeah, yeah, you you play you I play my safe. spots. Every play time safe. I play, I'm winning. Yeah. He's doubling me up, tripping me up. Yeah. Before I know it. That food it has. So that's where the skill comes in is knowing how to play it's in those about, type of situations. It's all about timing, because the reason is, a lot of people, a lot of people get like, okay, for instance, the top four hands you can get in poker is to start with, to start with, because once the cards come out, it changes everything. But to start with, ace ace, that's the best possible hand to start with. Mm-hmm. King king is the second best. Okay. Queen queen, jack jack. And then it's like pocket tens, and then like ace, king. Then it goes something so like I'm that. Like, okay, I see but, what you mean. Uh-huh. So those are like the top five hands, something yeah. like that. So people get pocket queens, pocket kings, and they want to go all in, like right when they like I'm all in. Right, but it, it, like, and, and as a player, you don't want to do that either because you're gonna scare your possible okay, so, right. So there's you could juice you could juice the motherfucker. There's two scenarios to that, okay? okay? Because I've been playing poker a long time, all right. So I play to make money. So you want to juice these niggas? So, so, so you're good. So, so if you got just say you got pocket kings, right? Yeah. Okay. But you even knock like not, no, not give like, off like any for signals. instance, if you know there's a player ahead of you that's like 
that that's behind you that you know he raises all the time, then you can be slick and just just call the blind. Like I'm gonna just call the two dollars. Mm-hmm. Then here he comes, two dollar, two dollar. Then boom, he pops at twenty. So now, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes those players take it personal if you go all in on you on them. They'll call you. <laughs> so that, but so, that gives you a good opportunity. So when it comes back around, you can say, "Right." So now I'm you raise got, you another. 20. So there's still four, four people between you and him. So you could juice. So somebody costs twenty. Yeah. This one folds. He costs twenty. You vote you. So now there's like seventy dollars in, in the, the pot, pot by the time it gets back to yeah, you. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So right there, you can take down that seventy dollars and just be like, so, "Fuck it, I'm all in for a hundred dollars or whatever." Uh-huh. Or or repop it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he only raised twenty. So you can make it like 65, 80, yeah. you know, and, and make the pop that's bigger. That's right, because I think uh, that's right. Because, see, since I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of, uh, about the skill behind it, I would think you, and, I, and then you see it, on, well, I mean, whatever, in games, TV, whatever, somebody gets good hand and all in, you know. And sure, somebody might challenge you, one or somebody out right. there. But like you said, nah, how about if you're good? Fucking get as much as you can out of everybody if you're so, sitting in a really good spot. So this is the flip side to this, okay? Because I've come to learn that pocket aces, pocket kings, pocket queens, in all fairness, it's only one pair. It's just, so, no so matter what, about it, it's one, if you don't hit nothing yeah, on the flop, yeah. you have it's one the pair. It's the highest one pair. Yeah, but, you have one pair, okay? Yeah, so with that being said, I don't go all in when I get like aces. I'm like, I'll play them strong, but I'll fold But could them. you still want to see? I mean, of course, yeah. Because you wanna... the, the hardest part about poker, and, and, and this is something I want to be clear on, the hardest part about on poker is learning how to fold. When to quit. Because, to... look, you got could you ch- ace you be chasing, high flush. You be chasing shit. Ace high flush, king high flush. Okay. You got three spades out there. You got king five of spades. Right? The highest spade out there is a queen. Right? Somebody got a something of spades. Right? And they check it. And you bet. They just call you. They never raise you. And then to the river, when you finally bet again, they go all in. But if you think about it, you got the second highest flush possible. So the ace high flush can still beat you. Right? And that's but, another thing. But like he that. never bet it the whole time. So it's all about how you play the hand too because... If he would have raised you when you bet it, then they would have made you think, oh, damn, does he have a higher flush? You would have thought about it. But by him not raising you at all, he let you fire, fire, and he just calling, calling, right? Then on the river, you bet again. And now uh, he don't just call. He goes all in. And the thing about it is a lot of people go all in. It's either going to be they got it or they're bluffing. Mm -hmm. There's no in between because... If he was smart in that situation, if he knows you got that high of a, a hand, which is something that's going to be really hard to fold. Only good players can fold a king high flush because only the ace high flush can beat them, you know? So that's another thing. So I was thinking, you know, you can see those potential like that, you know, what you're saying right there. See, you're talking Chinese to me, but I think I understand what you mean. Like you see what's out there and you see the potential and damn, I have the second highest potential card 
that's you're possible. In good, you're in good shape. There's only one hand that beats you. Yeah, you're, that's, that puts right. you in really good so, shape. Yeah, so there's one hand that beats you. Ah. So this guy just went all in, and you got to think, okay, does, does he, he have, have that one hand that have, can beat me? Does he have that one hand that can beat you? <laughs> right? So. Uh, but you know it. I'm not like real big into reading people's body language and stuff like that. So I kind of play more of the numbers game. Kind of more like the percentage, like yeah, the, I the, play the, the, percentage the percentage of what he has and it or the not. Numbers in the mm-hmm. in the middle, like Dude, instance, that's fucking good. Like you see these cards and shit, and your mind already telling you this potential, this potential, blah blah blah. Yeah. So like for instance, I bet twenty, and, and this guy goes all in for one hundred fifty dollars, and I got two pair. And there was only $10 in the pot, so I bet 20 So it's $30 out there, okay? So he's all in for $140. So it's going to cost me, like, what, another 100 120 to call. So basically, I'm calling 120 to win 30 bucks. Does that make sense? Oh, because, whoa. Because there's no money in the pot. There's no money in the pot. So there was $10 in the pot. I bet 20. Mm-hmm. He went all in for 140. So I got to call 120 more, right? Mm-hmm. But the money in the pot, there's nothing in there, right? Versus say I bet 50, he costs 50. Now there's 100 in the pot. Compared to you trying to win his. Right. And money. then say I bet 50 again, then he goes all in for 100. There's already 150 in there. It's only 100 more for me to call. I see. So I'm calling 100 to win 250. That's a and they got fucking account. What's calculus? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, wait. So I'm getting so so if I'm calling 100 dollars to win 250, I'm getting two and a half on my money. So two and a half. So I'll, I'll get two and a half on top of what I already have. <laughs> that's a true. That's a true way because. Like, I, I don't even like none of that shit even crosses my mind when I'm when I'm sitting. Let's say at a poker table, yeah. none of that even. What's on there? Possibilities? None. It's just like, what do I got? Mm, how many hearts? How many whatever? Like stupid. But your ass, nigga, your mind is like I've, calculating. Uh, man, I've watched poker. I mean, I started playing in '07. Man, I've, 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 I've won. <laughs> but I, I've one night. So when I went to play in that World Series of Poker, oh yeah, tell us about that right quick. Okay, so, so, so first of all, where was it, and what what year was it? Okay, it was twenty ten. Twenty ten. I started playing in 07. 09, I made close to ten thousand in earnings. In in official games or something? So home games. Okay. So I yeah. would keep. Yeah. So I, so basically, I would start off. So these home games are small games, but you got ten people, everybody buying in. By the end of the night, some people buying two hundred dollars, fifty, yeah. fifty, fifty. So, I mean, there's a thousand dollars in the pot sometimes, you know? Yeah. Off a fifty dollar poker game, right? So, I, I was making anywhere from three to eight hundred dollars a week, and this is off a fifty dollar buy-in. So I go to the first game with fifty bucks. Cash out with like 150, 200. Well, guess what? That 150, 200, I leave it. I go to the play again, I only take that 50. So I cash out 
Another so you would st- you would just take so yeah, the starting. So, so I had like a hundred dollar bank bankroll. Some people got a five thousand dollar bankroll. And that's another skill is yeah. Yeah, that you have is to have like a bankroll. Yeah. So you have to have money to buy in. Yeah, yeah. So I would have a small bankroll, fifty dollar, hundred dollar. So you would limit house. yourself, you yeah. know. So you won't have to dig into extra money. You. So I'm only playing with fifty bucks tonight. So long story short, uh, we we booked a trip to Vegas, and I just told my homeboy Jimmy. I don't know if you remember Jimmy Rogers. Uh, he used to have braids. He hung around with Brad. Well, he passed away recently. So I learned a lot of poker from him. Well, he's the one that told me. I knew nothing about the tournament coming going on. Mm-hmm. So it was like two weeks away from going. I said, "Well, the buy-in's fifteen hundred. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta sign and up. I was already going. You gotta sign up beforehand. Yeah. yeah, the tournament. No, no, you you have you can sign up that day. Show up you that can day. Sign up, sign, in. sign up all the way up to like the tournament starts. I think it's for the first four, <coughs> four or four or six hours you can buy in. Yeah, you can. You can. Some people lose it. Wait, so it's a in. tournament. So you. Oh, I, oh, okay. So I it's like a. So, so it's a four to five day event. Yeah. Okay. I see. What yeah. You, I understand. So like the when we would play like a tournament at yeah. Didi's house. Yeah. We buy in, and if I lose out, boom. But but at the tournament, you can buy in again, and, right? And then you can keep going if you get good. So and, I'm gonna try not to jump all over the place, but okay. okay so let so me you try to slide you, through it. Uh, you went to Vegas. So I was going to Vegas yeah. without knowing the tournament was going on, right? But okay. I was running good already. So you were gonna be there the same yeah. weekend or yeah. the same whatever. So I was, as the I was already running good, you know, at least five hundred at the minimum a week off poker, uh-huh. and I was playing two to three times a week. And uh, man, I would get home four or five in the morning and have to be at work at eight o'clock. So I sleep two or three hours, go to work, but I have about five hundred in my pocket. <laughs> but anyways, we go. My boy's like, hey, you know the World Series of Poker's going on, right? He tells me. I tell him it's like two weeks before we go. I said, what? He's like, yeah. So I didn't know they had thirty events to that World Series of Poker. Thirty. Events. That's why it's called a World Series. Mm-hmm. So the one that comes on TV is the ten thousand dollar buy-in. That's the big, the main event. Big That's one. what it's called, main event. It's a ten thousand, ten thousand dollar buy-in. What they call a million dollars guarantee. So first place is going to at least be a million or more. So uh, it's a 10000 to get in there for one player. And at the one you got into, how much was that buy-in? So the one I got into was a $1,500 buy-in. Wow. $1,500. So that was the smallest one. The, if the winners of these can bump up to the next tournament, like get into the next brackets, or there'll be a champion out of this Group well, you here. win money. So with that money, you can buy into uh, the oh, next I see, tournament. Oh, I, I see. I see what you So yes. every okay. week, they have a different. I see. So one week yeah. to the next, it's a different tournament. Okay. okay. So this one was a $1,500 buy-in. It's the smallest one they have. But they have like three of them. There's like three $1,500 buy-in yeah. tournaments for that series out of 30 games. Mm-hmm. There's one for $2,500. There's one for $4,000. $5,000. There's one for $10,000. One for fifty thousand, and there's the high roller, hundred k, hundred k buying, hundred thousand. What's the what's the so on the hundred thousand dollar buying, bro? There's only like it's less than two hundred players. And what's the what's the what's the uh, like top prize on that buying? Well, the main event usually gets the most because they they get like because like, they get like twenty. Yeah, the biggest one was twelve million dollars. Was the was the main event ten thousand dollar buying? Because they had like 18,000 players. God damn, 18,000 players. Imagine, yeah. nigga. Shit. So, 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 
Were you excited? Or were you like yeah, so, nervous? So I was going what? just to go. You were right? going to be in Vegas So I told already. my wife, look. I'm gonna try I to said, look, me. I got two weeks. I wasn't planning to play in the tournament. I didn't know nothing about it. But my boy was going. Him and my other homeboy were going. They were going to play in it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what the fuck? Then they were staying next door to me. So I'm like, already. So we linked up. So I told my wife, man, I'm going to try to hustle up that buying. I got two weeks to hustle it up. I said, if I get close enough, I'm going to just put the rest in out of my money. You know, uh-huh. out of, you know whatever, my yeah, check yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so the first week, uh, I, I run pretty decent. I get 600 so I'm on the second week, but I only got like, oh raising money, trying yeah. to raise the money. So I only got like three days. Yeah. I only got like three days to go. So I only get to play like twice. But one day I cashed out with five hundred, and then the next day like two fifty. So I got like thirteen fifty. You ready? So I said, man, I'm putting the rest. I gotta put. I gotta put. You know what I'm saying? I gotta put the two fifty yeah. in there yeah. to play. Hey, so so. You were already gonna be in Vegas, y'all. You already, right. yeah, okay. We you just going. needed the buy-in money, yeah. Okay. And I didn't because you didn't want to dig in. But I did have to add two more days onto my stay because oh. I was only going for three, and oh. it was a five day. because oh. so, if you keep moving up, you gotta yeah, stay. Yeah, you longer. stay. You gotta stay to the oh, end. Okay. So, I got starstruck because I started seeing all the poker players from TV. Phil Hellmuth, Phil Ivy. Like walking around? Yeah, so. Hanging out? We, I had two poker pros at my table. Eric Lindgren and uh, Tim Pham. Asian dude. Eric Lindgren, he plays a lot on that uh, WPT, World Poker Tour. Yeah. He plays a lot on that one. He, he's a pro. Uh, you got an ice tray with you? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, snap. And, uh. So, yeah, so the, the game, uh, the limits were long. They were like 40-minute blinds or 30-minute blinds, something like that. So the blinds don't go for a long time. What, do, what does that mean? So, for say, for instance, they give you 5,000 in chips. That's like the starting stack. Uh-huh. Well, it starts off like 10, 20. Then it gets all like 10. Oh, the blinds. 10 and 20, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, then it keeps going then up. 30 minutes later, it goes to oh, 20, 40. Okay, every 30 minutes, it yeah. bumps up. And then it goes up 40, 80. To, and then, you gotta then, start then getting, before you know it, it's 1,000, 2,000. Then you know? they're not the herd. Yeah, so. Holy shit. So, um, I'm just sitting there folding it, man. I'm so fucking, like, I'm so fucking uh, paranoid. Like, I see, like, when I go eat breakfast in the morning, I eat breakfast in the cafe. I see the champion that just won the World Series. I take a picture with him, bro. So I got like butterflies. I'm like, God damn, the Joe Carter. He's the youngest 21 year old. Oh, he was youngest poker champion, won the World Series. But he wasn't playing in that event. But yeah, I go. Uh, started about nine o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. I got knocked out about eight o'clock at night. Oh, you were there for the whole fucking day. I needed like another hour or two to make it to the next day. Uh, yeah. And so, like, by the before you got knocked out, like, I'm sure by that, if you made it that far, I'm I'm assuming ch- uh, chip stacks were pre- like. Well, I won maybe about all together. I won maybe about four hands. But in the in all those hours, yeah. God, I folded man. for like two hours straight, like. 
twice. You were getting nothing good. Like you were getting no, no like good ace hat. nine offsuit. You have to fold it. Jack ten, you gotta fold it. To King really? queen, you gotta fold ah, it. Oh, okay. Like because everybody, every hand somebody raises. And then this is the way my luck was going. I had pocket kings, right? Okay. Pocket kings, right? This is this is the folding part, Chema. I had pocket pocket queens. I mean, I'm sorry, pocket kings. Two red ones. King of diamonds, king of hearts. This is important. So the flop comes out ace, king, queen. All spades. Three spades, ace, king, queen. So I have three of a kind kings, but there's a flush, a straight, and, uh, a, ro- and a royal flush. So earlier, that thing you were talking about, yeah. the potential, you're, there's too much potential above your... Possible. So I have a set. I have three of a kind, which is a really strong hand. Really good. But with that flop out there, it's really not strong at all. Because there's a flush, there's a straight. Other people got are holding. Yeah. So somebody got jack ten. What do you call like a a a king like face card or something? Yeah. Like yeah. Holding face card. Okay. But I had pocket kings, so I had three kings. But it was all three spades. So So I had I had raised before the hand, so I hit my king. So I had a bet. I bet. One cause is other dude raises all in. Right? And then another dude, uh, he thinks about it for a long time. And I'm like, damn, you're going to call too? So I fold. I ended up folding, right? Was it a good fold for you? I folded. He oh, had, damn. But a lot of niggas don't show their hands. Right. So I folded. Oh, unless they go, oh, they go all in. They have to show right. their hands. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. So I folded. Yeah. This other dude that called, that called my bet, mm-hmm. he caused the all in. And one had uh, three, four of spades. So, so he, he had, had a flush. Mm-hmm. So he would have got your ass. He would have yeah, got you. Yeah, the other dude had jack ten. So he had a straight. He so flopped a straight. Who won out of them? The two? three, four of spades won. The flush, the, oh. flush beats a straight. Oh. So I had three of a kind, and I wouldn't. I would. The only thing I could have did was hit a full house, and it never. It didn't come out. Dude. So. I was beat by both of them. Yeah. You know? Even though I had a strong hand. Yeah, you had to decide. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, that was my tournament faith. I was like, hey, I can run with this. And hopefully I hit a full house or something. But I already know I have a feeling I'm beat. But see, the thing about it was the dude that had Jack 10, his 10 was a spade. So if another spade would have came out, he would have beat the three four spades because now it would have been a one card flush out there. So no wonder he went all in too, thinking he has the highest spade possible at the moment because the ace, the king, and the queen were all out there. He has the jack of spades. So if any spade comes out, he has the highest flush possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, so it changes not, the whole it right because the, the ace, king, and queen are all on the board. Yeah. So nothing would beat him if a spade came out. He would have the highest flush possible because that's the highest card available. So that's why he went all in thinking if he don't hit a flush, he still might be good. But if he hits a spade, he's he's good. Yeah. Well, homeboy hit a flush with 3-4, but it held up because another spade didn't come out. Man, see, that's the thing. When I play, I, I it's fun. Like, I Honestly, I have fucking fun. If I lose all my money, whatever the fuck. But there's a skill, man. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all play for skill and shit, dude. You know what? As a matter of fact, it's that 
um, you were telling me about how, so, okay, last time I told you about those legal poker rooms, have you been to any of them yet, the ones that that are sanctioned by the state now? They haven't opened up yet. They, they were haven't? Po- they were supposed to open up soon, okay. but... So you look, you've looked into that? Yeah, there's one right here by Bellevue Mall. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's the one I want that, to check out. Okay, man. yeah. So basically what they do is they charge you an hourly rate. So when you go to the casino, they charge you a percentage usually. Okay. Usually like 1%. At the table, you mean? Or, yeah. Okay, the table So there's takes... a $50 pot. They okay. usually take about five bucks. Uh-huh. The house. Keep yeah. So oh, something like every that. Every pot. Everywhere is different, but it's usually something, something like that. Like that. Okay. Yeah. So here? It's usually a percentage. This is an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. So they can't rate the pot. They can only charge. It's like a membership, hourly membership okay. type. So thing. let's say. Like, so if like I've been there instance, two hours, they're going to charge me 20 bucks. Like let's say $10 an hour. Yeah. So, for you to play. Yeah. Which $10 is, an hour. Which is similar when you think about it, right? Yeah. When you look at the pots and how much the house see, makes. But, but they wait, they're going to make way less. This is why. If you got 10 players at a table. Here. Yeah. Then okay. So okay. you got ten players at a table. Okay. So for one hour, you're gonna get a hundred bucks for okay. those ten uh-huh. players, right? Okay. Compared to possible, compared to, compared to the possible pot, compared to the casino that rakes every hand. Oh, you can probably get. Oh, I in see. One hour, you can probably get two or three hundred hands. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I see With what a you good mean. dealer, yeah, you can get. So imagine, <laughs> they, they so you got, so, say you got so a three hundred dollar pot. That's thirty dollars. They get their taste every hand at the casino. Every hand. Everybody puts their bets in. Yeah. Okay, all bets so are in, getting, and then the casino. They're getting at least five dollars per hand at the casino. Man, they make money. And yeah, here, so it's they different. make like five hundred in an hour. And bro. here it's different. But you know what? But but see, I like as far as when it comes to let's say like law wise, you know, I, I like it's a positive step, you know. For for people because now you can go you don't have to go to uh, to Oklahoma to go enjoy poker. Now I I don't I didn't look into it so much maybe you did but I'm I'm assuming the state is only gonna allow a certain amount of licenses to certain amount you know they the way they would normally do I guess and uh, these places like for instance that place by Valley View wh- what as far as they like for instance. You go as a player. What can you expect from the from the place? You know, drinks. Uh, uh, like like what what is it that they they give their players for 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 wanting them to show them that they want people to come play at their location? Like uh, I'm not sure about that at these, but like the casino usually gives you like free fountain drinks or something like. You know, they got the Coke machine over there with the fountain drinks. You can get your own drinks. Uh, sometimes they'll have like snacks, like chips and stuff out there. Like why you? Why you? Why you? But you get uh, have a player's card at the casino. Mm-hmm. So like after like two hours or an hour of playing poker, you get a free comp. So you can order a meal for like eleven dollars or less for free. So so um so I've never been to the casinos in Oklahoma. Do they have alcohol? Yes, you have to buy it. Though. You have to buy it. Okay, so it's not like in Vegas where you're no. playing and they give you free alcohol. No, it's not like that. Okay. Shreveport, you get free alcohol. Okay, Shreveport also. Damn, you know what? I forgot. There's there's casinos on that side of the fucking Texas border. About two and a half hours. Uh, which what? You know, I'm sure you've been to probably a lot of them. Like, what's one of your favorite ones to go to? Like for a weekend or whatever. Like a good spot that makes you feel. I mean, that that's really like classy. You know, you know, like uh, what what place would would you say? Whether I, in Louisiana I mean, like, or wherever. Uh, 
Louisiana, I've only been like twice. Uh, I've been to a few casinos though, but I've only been like twice. But uh, as far as like, uh, I mean, Windstar is an hour away. You ever stayed at the hotel or yeah, just? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it nice? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I've stayed at Windstar. Is it be like I? It's huge. It's huge. Windstar so, is so huge. So you stay the weekend, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, but it's it's mostly casino. I yeah. mean, it's. Casino versus fun. Vegas, you got but a lot I mean, of other shit to pools do. Yeah, and food and basic stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. But Vegas, Vegas so much. Yeah, but Windstar, I guess, would be my favorite only because it's a narrow way I could drive to that one and stay overnight. And I have been going here. I I have been going quite a bit before the. As soon as they open, I'm, I'm down to go away. If you down, I'm ready. Whenever the Corona was stopped, I, I'm sure I was gone for a while, but. uh I'm sure in Vegas, I would have to say, I have so many favorites in Vegas, but I like Caesars, uh, I like Paris, I like Planet Hollywood. Uh, there's really a lot of good casinos in Vegas. You know what? I want to, okay, we'll, we're going to take a, a break in a minute, but we got a few minutes. I was going to, because uh, I was telling my friends about the uh, $20 sandwich, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, like, tell us uh, about that. When you went to Vegas, that one where you were telling me that you got upgraded, like, stupid yeah, so, upgrade, uh, So, I had seen this little hack or something, traveling hack that people use. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I saw it firsthand that it doesn't work, and I saw it firsthand that it does. Because Iz and Patty, they went with us. We were staying at Bally's. Uh... Is that in Vegas? Yeah, Bally's is, is on the Strip, and it's right next to, like, the Paris Casino, which the Paris has got that big old Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, my wife loves Eiffel Tower, so uh, I tell Israel about the $20 sandwich where he goes, and he got this dude, he gives him the... So, basically, you're supposed to fold up a $20 bill, kind of hide it in between your ID and your debit card or, or credit card, whatever you're using. Because they always ask for your ID and your credit card. Uh So when you give it to them, you give them the $20 bill folded up in between, right? So. uh, And so like, as far as the guy on the hack video, did he say mention it or don't mention it? Just give it to them and. No, just give it to them. It's a tip regardless whether you get it or not. Because you always want to tip. Yeah, yeah. It's a tip whether you get it or not. So Uh you ain't getting it back if you don't get the upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I get that 20 back. You know that? So you told. So, so we got this girl. She was cool, and when she, I guess she hadn't got tipped all day or something, baby. But and when it was she, twenty dollars. So when she pulled it out, she saw it. She started smiling, and she was like, "How can I help y'all today? What can I do for y'all?" She said like that. So when she said that, I said, "Well, I'm trying to see if y'all have any free up." And this is what you're supposed to say. I was trying to see if you have any free upgrades. And I said what I wanted. I said uh, a view of the strip with the Eiffel Tower. I told her like that because there's but a side you, of it that faces wanna, yeah. the strip. You always want to mention, because yeah. I've done that before, you yeah. want to mention what you want, yeah. view of downtown, yeah. whatever so, it may be. Yeah. So I gave her the $20 uh, sandwich and she uh, says, she's like, okay, let me see what I got. And she's like, well, yes, I do got an upgrade for you. She says, I have a, I have a suite with a jacuzzi with a view of the strip. And uh, it's one of our luxury suites, and it's going to be a no upcharge. So I'm like, okay. Beautiful. So I'm like, all right. That so, already, what so you say, when, ooh, that sounds okay, nice. Okay, so Bally's <laughs> nice. is an older hotel. 
So half of the hotel on the left side is being revented, uh, is being redone. It's it's older still. So some of it's under construction, some of it's still the original old shit. And the right side's already been redone because that's the side where Paris is. So it's like more the Paris is brand new. So they're trying to fix their shit up. So they got that side done first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she puts me on the brand new side with the with the view of the strip. So when I open my windows. Right I see there. the strip Everything. with the Eiffel Tower, everybody walking by, everybody walking up, driving up and down the street. And like how many floors up were you? Uh, we were probably about 20 floors oh, up. Oh, beautiful view. That. So uh, they, uh, Israel and Patty get put on the old side, <laughs> the side where it's like old. Can't, can't see nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> then he goes and complains because it's like uh, the AC don't work over there. <laughs> <laughs> the AC wasn't working. And, and that nigga kept his yeah, 20. Yeah, and he kept his 20, so he went and complained. So they moved him to my side, to the new side, but he didn't get no view of the strip, though. He just got into the and new the side. Night, yeah, so like, he had a view uh, of the back lot behind him. He did, nigga, parking lot. Yeah, ah. but, but he was on the new side at least. Hey, but that's that's uh, actually, that shit works really good. I do that. I do that all the time. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Um, We'll be right back. I gotta go get my sweater because it's getting chilly, Willy. Yeah. 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 I used to have my homeboy Lorenzo. Oh, fuck. Let me get a cup of ice cubes. Homeboy Lorenzo. Uh, he has his homeboy. I mean, his, his cousin. He's a rapper from Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. Right? He just got out the pen like, about a year ago. But he's, he's pretty decent. Who's that? His name's uh, Joe Joe Boy is his name. Is his stage name? Yeah, Joe Boy, but all one word. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he made a uh, like a a funny song about six nine. You know that mm-hmm. that, that one dude with yeah, the yeah. Rainbow, rainbow snitch. Yeah. So uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Shanene. <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty decent, bro. Yeah. yeah, he's right there in West Dallas. You know where all those warehouses are, mm-hmm. like over there where y'all had y'all shop. Yeah, yeah. Then we're all the we're all the spray paint. Yeah, at. all the spray paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right there, bro. That's where the video shot at. Yeah, Kashanini. Yeah, I'll show you some whatever. Well, and what um, you like me off? Oh yeah. What is this? Yeah, we're, oh, we're back, y'all. Sorry, I didn't tell y'all motherfuckers we're back. Pouring up. Y'all know we're back. Pouring up. About well, you, gonna roll, you gonna roll some? Yeah, oh, rolling up. Oh, shit. Hey, um, so let me, because, man, I never really got to break down the poker and and, and, and finish what I wanted to say because I get too excited when I talk about poker. Yeah. I've probably played so much, about yeah. a million poker hands. And uh, so, I mean, it just, there's so many situations that I can speak about. But I will get to some interesting shit, like how my wife almost left me because nah, that it became a problem. Almost. Yeah, it became it came, Damn, became a dog. problem where two or three hundred every time I went to play poker. Well, it, it, it was it was no, 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 no. Oh, it was just so fun. when I would come home, I'd be out all night. Could you be gone too much? I was gone too much, and uh, so you know I'd give her a couple hundred, you know, go buy a purse or whatever. But after a while. She didn't want the money or the fucking purse. <laughs> That's not enough, yeah. But yeah, um, so the most I ever won 
uh, well, two times the most I remember was that one time, twelve fifty, where I hustled my homeboys, my cousin's homeboy that thought he was badass on poker. Oh, right? when he, he showed Cause up with he the because he had four thousand in his pocket, he thought mm-hmm. he, he could just you know beat, everybody, beat everybody, take so, everybody's money. So he, I, I cashed out with twelve twelve fifty that day off of fifty bucks, and I played for. We started at, and the time does does matter bro because sometimes you could be there for hours and not win shit right so yeah so we started playing about 10 o'clock at night and about 2 a.m that was it stopped the game had all the chips but it's uh but the my most proudest okay so for instance when i went to the world series of poker in 2010 right i got knocked out I had three of a kind. I just want to tell the story because I had pocket nines in the big blind, right? Yeah, so that means it's two dollars to me. I mean, it was like I don't know whatever the blinds were at that time. It was a tournament. It wasn't yeah, cash. Yeah. So that means the blinds are on me. I have last action. So when everybody calls, I have the option to check or bet. Mm-hmm. Somebody raised it. Well, it's this Asian guy. He's a pro player named Tim Pham, but he was real aggressive. He played like every hand. Like, at one point, he probably won, like, 15 hands in a row because he was playing every hand. Yeah. He'd raise pre-flop, and on the flop, he was betting, like, every time, right? So, so he's got, like, he's got all these chips because he's just taking a lot of pots down. Yeah. You know? Taking advantage of everybody else, like me, that's playing tight and folding a lot. Mm-hmm. So, we're he's folding. Saying, he's, he's raising, so he's still in little pots here and yeah, there. And they, they add up. Accumulating. They add up. Yeah, they add up. So. Yeah. So I got pocket nines in the big blind. He raises. I call his raise. So it's just me and him. Nobody else calls. The flop comes out. Nine, three, four. Right? Nine, three, four. So you had three nines. I had trip nines. Mm. So right now, there's <laughs> nothing out there that could possibly beat me whatsoever. Okay. I have the absolute nuts is what they call it. <laughs> the nuts is the best hand possible. So okay. I have the nuts right then and there. Yeah. But the... The four and the three are clubs, right? He raised with ace five of clubs. So he has a flush draw, which is the ace high flush draw. He's chasing another club. So he has the highest possible flush draw possible. If So he has the ace high flush draw. He can hit a deuce for a straight. If a two comes out, he hits a straight. If a two of clubs comes out, he gets a straight flush, right? So, he bets on that flop. He bets out. Well, I have what they call position. I was behind him. So, there was a couple things I could have did right there. And me, the way he was playing and the amount of chips he had, he wasn't going nowhere. So, even though I would have played the hand different, the outcome would have been the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I would have folded three of a kind on the river. So, you folded? No, I went all in. So, when he betted, I went all in. And that was your... So he called me. That took you out? Yeah, and on the river, he hit a flush. Ah! Right? So, there's a story behind the story because I have been playing all day. My wife and my sister-in-law, I go find them. They're at the bar, drunk as fuck. And I'm trying to tell my wife that I got knocked out the tournament. She's just laughing at me. <laughs> right? So I'm like, man, fuck y'all. So then I'm like, I'm pissed. So I'm like, I go want to go play the slot machine. I put my $100 bill in there and keep shooting it out. Shooting it out. Like, what the hell? Why does it keep shooting it out? So I look to the left. There's the poker room. Right? 
So, man, fuck it. Let me go play poker then. Real quick. So, I go buy the minimum, $80, uh-huh. right? Well, long story short, bro, I win, like, at those $80, I win, like, two nice pot, nice size pots, like, really quick. Mm-hmm. So, I get up to about, uh, about 400 almost, about 380 $400. Mm-hmm. That $80, I got it up that high. Mm-hmm. Well, then... I get pocket queens in the big blind, right? And everybody called, somebody raised it 15. Well, like a lot of people called the 15. I'm like, oh, hell no. So I pop it, make it 40. Well, only like three people call the 40. The flop comes out like 854. Okay. I have pocket queens, so my pair is way over the board, right? Um, eight five four is the flop. So here's a possible straight seven six. But so somebody to call forty bucks with seven six is very slim. Well, he ends up checking. They check check to me. So there's a nice amount of money in the pot because I popped at forty after he made it fifteen. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a good amount of money in the pot. It's about one hundred sixty dollars, hundred eighty already in the pot. Yeah. So I pop at eighty bucks. Well, the Asian dude goes all in for three hundred and fifty. I'm all. He says I'm all in. I'm like, what the? I'm like, oh man. Well, then I'm like, damn. So this other dude goes all in, but he don't have as much. He only got like a hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, he's all in too. So then I'm thinking about it. So I think about what just happened at the World Series, like less than. An hour ago, 30 oh. minutes ago. And I'm like, man. <laughs> so I tell myself, I can't be running this bad, meaning like they can't be getting this lucky on me, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, can can I be this unlucky, right? And this is the crazy thing about poker. When you play long enough, you know what people have. But your fucking stubbornness won't let you fold sometimes. Like you want to see it. Like you have to see it, right? So I said, man, I said, fuck it. I call, right? I call. I'm all in. I said, you got pocket fives? And he shook his head. Yeah, he flipped over pocket fives, bro. So he, so he had three of a kind fives. So it was eight, five, four on the flop. So he had trip fives. Uh-huh. I had a pair of queens. So he got me beat. So that means now I want to get to the little specs of poker. So there's four queens in the deck, right? Uh-huh. I got two. I got two in my hand. So for every card, it's 3%. So every card in the deck counts for 3%. So I'm just giving you the odds right here. So right then and there, when he goes all in and I call, the percentage for him to win is 94%. The percentage for me to win is 6%. Oh. Right? So I'm pissed because I fucking didn't want to fold and I could have still had like $200, right? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. So I get up out the chair and I fucking slam my hat to the ground, right? Then I just hear the ruckus in the background. Oh, the whole table erupts. So I go look because that was the flop. There's still two cards to come. Uh-huh. I go look. A queen came out. So I hit three of a kind queens. Oh, so I took the lead. Oh, so so so, so you hadn't you you were still in the game. Yeah, because there's still two more cards to in, come. You were uh, you were in the yeah, game. Yeah, but I only had a six percent chance of winning. So you can't. Oh, so you won. So I there's two queens left in the deck. I hit one of those queens, bro. So I fucking was like, what the fuck? So I cashed out. 
like almost nine hundred dollars. So at that moment, I did a whole move. You know, there's like poker etiquette. There's a lot of unwritten shit that people do that really is. Oh, you like cash out and leave? Yeah, that type of shit is not cool as far as the poker community, but people do do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotta go because like technically shit. you can. Yeah. Technically, you can't do that, but but it's shun- but it's shisty, shady, shunned upon. Yeah, yeah, it's frowned upon. So people will tell you something about it. So I hit that right. So I like, oh hell yeah! So I ended up. Did you say, hey, catch me out? So no, I just all you do is get your chips and leave. So I, I threw the the dealer a twenty five dollar chip. Mm-hmm. Cash my. Sh- so the Asian guy was talking talking shit to me. He's like, oh, you scary ass hit and run. I said, yeah, man. I said, y'all ain't getting none of these back. I told him like that. So I went and cashed out with like $800, right? In less than 30 minutes. Ooh, 30 minutes. Less than 30 minutes. You three hands. Three fucking hands? And all that happened with like a 15 minutes, right? That, 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 made, that made up your, for your for Yeah. Your at so, the right? Champion, at the, so uh, what, what was crazy was after that tournament, the World Series, I... Was so fucking lucky on everything I played. So remember, I got knocked out the first day, right? Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man, we're going to have to catch a flight home early because we're here four more days and I don't have enough money to hang out every day. Uh-huh. I was planning to be playing poker while my wife was with her sister. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be doing their own thing, but now we're going to be hanging out. Yeah. I'm going to have to feed us. You know, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah huh? So I'm over here thinking, what am I going to do for these four days, right? So I cash out the 800, so I'm good. I'm like happy, right? Yeah. So then uh, I get into the zombie mode when I go to Las Vegas. I'll stay up like two days yeah. straight. I won't sleep. But I do sleep. At the poker table? Or no, like around. whatever. Like, whatever. like it just depends. Like. Doing that stuff. time, doing that, stuff. that particular time was the 2010 trip to Vegas was the most luckiest I ever been in my life. Like, I had a rabbit's foot up my ass or something <laughs> because I was unlucky at the tournament, but everything else worked out. At that, so I get that night, you know, my chicks sleep by 2 a.m., 3 a.m. So yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I want to, I'm bad. So I go you out know, every night know. till like six in the morning, right? Come home. I mean, come to the room, sleep a couple hours. I'll be up by 10 o'clock. Let's go. Breakfast, vomitos. That's three hours, two hours, four that's hours. That's what Vegas is for. That's all, right? that's all not I need. Well, uh, I won on some roulette. I like roulette. I, roulette. I was kind of learning how to play. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law's friend had gave me a little couple of details, pointers, mm-hmm. like something to try out and try to run with it if I, th- if I liked it. Mm-hmm. So I did, and it was working for the, me. The two out of three Yeah, sections. the two out of three. Yeah. The one that pays that, triple. I played it like that, and, 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 so, and you, you hit know, more often than you, than you, you don't. Then you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was the thing. So I was betting 50 at a time. Ooh. So I was putting 50 down, but getting back 150, mm-hmm. right? So so it was costing me uh, $50 to win 100 bucks, basically, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But the thing about it was, I hit like fifteen out of eighteen times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a higher possibility. Yeah. So know. out of like ten, I went like ten spins in a row without missing. So and then, then you, you was, finally it, miss one, then I hit like four in a row. Then I miss one, then I hit like five or six times yeah. in a row. And, and I then was you like, spread out a few. Hell? You spread out a few. Okay, so get this. Here and there. So the first, the first day, because I've never played roulette before, right? Yeah. So I go play. I run it up to six hundred dollars. 
I feed it all back in. I started with 50 bucks. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? I gave the whole 600 back. Uh-huh. So I'm like, damn. So I said, all right, I know what I got to do. I got to hit and run. Yeah. So, yeah. so, like, oh, so boom, like three bro. hours later. So that was like at two in the morning. At like five in the morning. I'm drunk. I go again. This time I don't stay on the table long. I just start betting bigger though. Instead of betting 50, I was betting 100. <laughs> right? So uh, I won. So I started off with 100 bucks. I cashed out with 750 within like 15 minutes. Yeah. And what I would do is when they would change the, the player, like there's a person that runs the game, right? Yeah. Like the dealer. Yeah, yeah. When they would come, change, they always change them out, bro. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. if the table's getting hit, yeah. they'll come have somebody else run it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I noticed is that's time to get out. If you lose right away on the first one, I always get out because it just the, it changes the love. Yeah, it it just, changes the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So the rhythm and everything. Yeah. So they uh. So I, I cash out with that right. So the next day. I play roulette again. I just buy it with 50. I run it up to 650. Right? So then I'm like, man, I'm going to play blackjack. Right? So I'm like, I go play blackjack. Well, I don't know. There's like little certain rules. Like you're supposed to play you versus, I mean, you and the players are supposed to play against the dealer as a team. Basically, is how it works. So you don't want to take cards you're not supposed to. You know, stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of little written, unwritten shit yeah, that you're supposed to be done. doing. Blackjack so, I'm yeah. over there, like, doubling down. I don't know if you know what doubling down like is. Like, split? Yeah, split yeah, it. Like, two ten, like, you get two no, face cards? No, not, not a split. So, double down means, for instance, if I got 50 is my bet, mm-hmm. I'm doubling down means I want to double that bet, but mm-hmm. I only get one card. So, say I got 14. If I get a deuce, that's it. I can't hit again, even though I want to. Okay, okay. So, double down means you get one card. So I had 13. I said, man, I'm going to double down. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, man, I said, it. So I got 13. I said, watch this. Uh, I said, the eight's coming, right? Boom, eight, 21. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, what does that mean? You beat, you play against, so you're playing the high, you're playing the deal. Yeah, so basically, so you I double d- your money. I doubled down by doubling my bet during the middle of the hand. Uh-huh. Basically. Yeah, yeah. But that doubles. So but, but when you win, that doubles your money. Right. So basically, I had a $50 bet out there. Uh-huh. Instead, I put another 50 So it's a $100 but bet. But the catch is, normally when you hit, you can hit as many times as you want. Uh-huh. But doubling down, you only can hit one card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I got 14 and I hit a deuce, I can't hit again to get another four yeah, or five. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you only get one, one card. Five, five, that's it. So whatever that card is, risky. that's what you're stuck with. Yeah. So it's risky. Mm-hmm. You're gambling. So I was like, man, so I cashed out like $500 at the blackjack. Right? Damn, I didn't even know what I was doing, right? <laughs> Hadn't been asleep or nothing, right? Hitting run, nigga, hitting so we running. go to this bar called O'Shea's. Little old, everybody in there playing beer, beer pump. Everybody, right? But they got a little poker game going, right? A little small hole, hole in the wall place. Well, all the poker places at the casino are... Or $1, $2 with a minimum $100 buy-in, right? Well, this was a little small casino, so they had a small game going. Mm-hmm. It was a 50 cent $1 game, minimum 40 max was uh, 300 mm-hmm. So you can buy it up to 300 but the minimum was 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I went over there, bought in 40 bucks. right? This was at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so at 10 o'clock at night, this was the second amount. My second largest cash out. Bought in with 40 bucks, right? At 10 o'clock at night, right? 
well, uh, my friend Jimmy and my other friend Eric, they both were there. Those were the ones that went out there too. Long story short, they caught a connecting flight to be cheap. So they had one stop. It was a non-straight flight. So instead of going straight to Las Vegas from Dallas, they went to Salt Lake mm -hmm. and was going to catch a flight to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Well, they got delayed. They had a, a delay on their flight. So they ended up spending the night in Utah. So they didn't make it there in time for the World Series. So hey, well, the, who's this now? My friend Eric oh, okay. and Jimmy. They're oh, okay. the ones that oh, the one they were going were to play uh -huh. in the tournament. Uh -huh. They were going to play in the tournament, but they got there too late because the registration ended at 1 o'clock. It started at 9 and ended at 1. They got there like at 2 o'clock because their flight had a layover. Anyways, they're the ones. So we're all playing there that same place at that night. So about... Three or four in the morning, they both lose and they go to their room or whatever. Like that, that little hole in the wall yeah. place you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. this one dude, when I sit down, Chema, I don't know how long that dude had been there, but he had about $1,000 in chips. No. So he had been there grinding. And that's one thing about poker, it's a grind. You know, a lot of people, you could be good for a couple hands, you could be good for 30 minutes, but, but how are your reactions when you're fatigued? Yeah. When you get tired and frustrated, are you going to just give all your chips away? Because that's what everybody does. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, oh, fuck it, I'm all in. But but you don't realize you're giving all your shit away, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no one is just, yeah, I'm yeah, so, wrap it up. Chip, yeah, call, so I'm there all out. night, bro, and I'm busting that dude's ass. I'm giving him all he can handle. Thinking. We see about 30 players go throughout the night. Damn. Come and go, come and go. Drunk motherfuckers, oh, give me 200. I'm all in. They got pocket deuces and shit. They don't even know what they're doing, bro. And I'm sitting there with like ace, king, ace on the flop. They're all laying with deuces. I call, you know? But, so, long story short, I ended up cashing out with uh, 1150 that night. <laughs> you of, started with 40 bucks? 40 bucks. <laughs> and how many hours but was guess that? guess what, how bro? How many hours was that? I cashed out. I played for 12 hours straight. I cashed out at 10 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> Eric and Jimmy were walking by at 9.30 in the morning <laughs> from the night before. They went home. They were walking by, and they saw me at the same poker spot. <laughs> so they came over there, <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? You still here from last night? I was like, yeah, I'm doing good. So, but yeah, that was the most I ever won. And, uh, but later on, uh, the next day we played at Caesar's Palace, mm -hmm. and that's a bigger game. Like uh, that game there is a one-three game, but you can have up to a thousand dollars. So you can buy, you can buy in up to a thousand, right? And you can have up to a thousand in cash on the table. Mm. So there was people on the table with seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred dollars, and I'm over there with like two hundred dollars, right? But that table was a bigger game. Everybody was betting. Big bet. 150, 200 versus at the other table, everybody's betting 50 and yeah, 60 Yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah, so that table I had to hit and run. Did you? Did you yeah, I, I made a profit. So we're still talking about the same fucking Vegas. Same trip, same trip. So I'm there for five days, bro. I got <laughs> I knocked know, out on the first day. Nigga, what, boot? Boot, jumping yeah. from spot to spot. Yeah, just playing poker. Cashing niggas out. So... 
They're so, fucking leaving like a motherfucker. Like so I go up. to Caesar's Palace. I buy it for two hundred. I cash out with six. Right. So my wife, I'm there with my wife. So my wife is there in Vegas with me, bro. They're out there. But somewhere. the whole time. I'm with my homeboy Eric and Jimmy gambling like a motherfucker. Going to the poker room, but my wife's sister's with her, so they don't give a they're shit. Doing, they're cool. They're doing their so every time I see my wife, I just give her. Like, <laughs> yeah, bump into each other. I just give her like two hundred dollars, and I'm good. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll talk to you later. So one night, so I'm big. I feel like I'm big balling, bro. Because so uh, been coming up. Yeah. So I'm up, and then I hit another. And I hit another six hundred on roulette. I hit another 600 roulette, right? Get this. So I'm like, damn, I'm up like $3,000 almost, right? So I'm thinking I'm big baller now, right? So I go buy some VIP passes to the Club Pure. Well, I don't know if you ever remember, there was a Sprite commercial with DJ, uh, Dr. Dre. He's like DJing at this club. It's like on a rooftop. Badass? Badass. Well, there's it's a, that's a club at Caesars Palace. It's okay. called Club Pure. Okay. There used to be one in Dallas. Well... It's like uh, probably back then, I want to say it was probably about 50 to 60 bucks to get in Damn. per person, mm-hmm. right? And the lines are always fucking around the corner, right? Well, Do you, I'm on the ba- strip, right? Balling, I'm yeah. walking on the strip, and there's this little young homito. He's got all these fucking VIP passes, right? Like, hey, man, look, man, I got these VIP passes, man. Give me 20 bucks a piece. It's $60 at the door. Give me 20 a piece, man. VIP passes. I'm like, man, these better work, bro. Not I'm gonna come looking for you. <laughs> nah, man, they're legit. They're legit. I'm like, all right. Sure enough, bro. We walk up, we get in with the VIP you passes. Had to win in line so I bought, I bought like six of them. Even though I didn't need them, I just I bought like six of them. Yeah. But we got in. So we saved a little bit of bread, but we're in there buying drinks, and the club, that club, shit, they're open till like six in the morning. You get so, it all damn night, just like they don't cut off though. They ain't no cutting off. Last, they ain't no final. They ain't no call last call. Catching but yeah, so bro, so after that, I was eating steak and lobster every night. Me and my wife would go to dinner for the last three nights I was there. We went to eat steak and lobster every night, bro. But I want to go, dude. I want to fucking go to Vegas. But then uh, shit like that. But yeah, it was uh then my wife got us got me all drunk and we went on that Eiffel Tower to the top, man. That shit's fucking sick. <laughs> I felt sick to the bitch. <laughs> that shit's high yeah. and then it's rocking. Cause you, you can feel the sweat. drift. Uh, you can feel the drift. Hell no. And uh man. That zip line swing, you seen that shit? Yeah. That goes through the strip or it's whatever. Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. That shit look crazy. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, I want to go do some shit like that, but I want like that. Like, you know how you were just jumping from place to place, just fucking having a good time, yeah. gambling, whatever. Like, I want to do it like that. Because when I went, I was there on business, so I had fun after. Because, you know, them conventions that my sister used to do, we went to Vegas to do one. So I was helping her. So I was working during the day. And then when they let us off at 8 or 9 at night or 10 or whatever, then I went to the strip, you know. But I was by myself because my nephews weren't weren't old enough to be in the casino. So I was by myself and, you know, I gambled or whatever. But now I want to go and I want to have fun like that way. You know what I'm saying? Jumping around so, shit. Uh, we'll go to that club, bro. This shows you how lucky I am. So there's this game called three-card poker. 
So it's basically the players versus the dealer, right? Mm -hmm. So you get three cards, mm -hmm. right? So if you get two, three, four, that's a straight. If you get, so you only get three cards. So if you get three diamonds, that's a flush. Okay. Okay. Right? Same rules, basically. Yeah. So, but cards. you only with three cards, uh -huh. right? So if you get a pair, it's three of a kind. Oh. Right. Sure. So if you get three of the same cards, it's four of a kind. Well, anyways, bro. So if you get three aces, it's like four of a kind or some shit. But I didn't know what I was doing. But my homeboy's like, hey, man, let's go play this while we wait in line. Because we're waiting in line, right, to get in the club. He's like, hey, man, let's go play this. He's like, one of us got to hit because it's us versus the dealer. So one of us got to hit. So I start off with 40 bucks, bro. Don't you know I'm so fucking lucky on that shit. Less than 10 minutes, I cash out with 500. <laughs> while you were in line? Yeah, while we're waiting in line. My homeboy's like, man, bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on with you, but you're lucky as shit. And I was like, man, we, I don't know either, bro. But it was like the luckiest trip of my life. Damn, but that poker, it wasn't just poker, though. I won a roulette. I won. I, I won. like that roulette strategy, though. That shit worked. Yeah. Cause that's what I tried. Because I remember you told me about it before I went. And that's all I played was roulette. Uh, you and can I came catch up, it. I came up. I started with, you know, whatever. 50 bucks, whatever. Then I cashed out around 300 so yeah, it works. It works, you know. Yeah, if you could catch the the rhythm of the how the balls bouncing, yeah, you can. Oh, and we were lucky too, cause so what I would do is, so I'd do two, right? I'd do two of the three, uh, but then I'd spread out a few here and there. And one time, this nigga forgot to take the the marble off, so there was two marbles. When he spun it, he put another marble or whatever. It, so so basically, they they paid everybody out. Everybody who had any bets on the table got paid out. Whatever, like if they all hit, like if we all hit. Uh -huh. You know, so that mistake costed him, costed, you know, I got paid out for that mistake. I got paid out like a hundred bucks because he forgot to remove the, the fucking bolita, the marble, but they paid everybody out. Everybody's chips are on the table. And that's when I said, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> and I was already drunk in the hole too <laughs> by that time. <laughs> but shit, damn, what are you doing there? No. Uh oh. So we're gonna make our own caviar. Uh -huh. Caviar, there we go. Triple decker or double decker? The little dabs on it. The dabbler. And then we're gonna put a little. The uh, Kiefle on the it Kiefle. too. Damn, Keith from Sutherland or what? Keith, Keith <laughs> Kiefler elves. Kiefler elves. <laughs> oh, you know what I was gonna say about that that sandwich? That that shit works out, dude. Because uh, whenever I've stayed at any of the hotels, I do the same thing. You know, like, I'm checking in, and I give them my stuff, but I'll do it. You know, I don't hide it. I pull out, I pull out a, 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 you know, a stack of money, and then, you know, I'll count out maybe like a 20 or two 20s, and then I'm while I'm counting it out right in front of them, I'm like, uh, uh, you got something nice, you know, maybe high with a view, and then I, I, you know, I separate the money, like, and then I start handing it to them. And so at that point, they're like, uh, sure, um, here, let me, uh, and so when we did that one at the... Well, we were hanging out during March, that Corona, that Corona party. Yes. Yeah. I did the same thing when I was checking in. She was like, okay, we got you on the like fourth floor or something. And then I pulled out money. I'm like, can you give me something nice with a view? Oh, she smiled. She took it, smiled like a motherfucker. I gave her 40. And she said, yeah. And she put me way up there on the top with the downtown view and shit. But that shit works, dude. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I mean, shit, why not, right? You, you, you want to stay somewhere nice? Dish out a few extra bucks, you know, and they'll take care of you and shit.
<clears throat> but yeah, that so that was the second time I won the most amount of poker. But so was, you were up the whole week that week. Yeah, that, so I'm gonna say like I try to calculate how much I won, but like, bro, I fucking spent like probably about three hundred dollars on Kush. Oh, so it was already legal when you were. It, it wasn't legal then. In 2010, it wasn't legal yet. Oh, but you could still get it? Yeah, they were out there selling it on the strip. Kind of on the download? Yeah, on the download. Damn, way. But yeah, I had. Uh, uh, I probably had won about 4500 altogether in that trip. Fuck, yeah. that's a badass trip, way. Yeah, I came home with like $2,200, bro. And I was acting a fool at the club yeah. every night. Yeah, at the club every night. I was spending like three four hundred dollars at the club buying drinks. Damn, dude. And uh, man, I had a badass time. That was the second most one I won in poker at one time. And that's uh. Hey. Yep. I'm I'm not I'm I'm way over here in Richardson. Never se la pueden meter. I'm not I'm not nearby. I'm I'm way over here. Was like in another hour or two. Where is she? Next door? Just drag her, drag her in, ma. By the, by the collar, by the collar, just drag her in. Okay. Okay, bye. My dog got out. I shouldn't want to get in the fucking yard. <clears throat> that was a badass Vegas trip, nigga. Shit, dude. I'm down for shit like that. Like, and you know what? Like, so... I've been able to, damn nigga, I've been able to save bread. Like, I got fucking bread, way. I got some racks saved up, way. And I'm like, cowboy right now. Like, I want to do shit, you know? Like, last night, yesterday in the afternoon, I was like, man, I just wanted to jump in the truck and, like, fuck it, go to Austin or something, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to do, That's you know, I'm ready to fucking right. just do something. I'll jump on a plane, nigga, and we'll go to fucking Vegas for the weekend, you know? Shit like that. It, it don't matter. Like, it's, it's cool, because look. The fucking hotels tonight app, you get rooms for fucking fucking forty bucks, fifty bucks a night in Vegas, you know? Flight yeah. for a hundred bucks, round trip, whatever. Yeah. Shit, Vegas. that will lie. Vegas always got good deals. That will fucking loud fucking go real quick. But like on the poker thing, like the most uh the most I ever won in one hand in one hand was about eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> good lord, in one hand? In one hand. Oh, you so, know what? Um Oh, go ahead and finish. Uh, so, uh, was, what was that at? Like at a at a casino? So, no, at Phil's game. Oh, I was about to ask game. about that. So, so, so those back, those back. What yeah. do we? What should we call them? Like it's, back room game? What do y'all? Yeah, it's called the, the back house, but back house. All right. But basically, they're underground poker games, illegal poker rooms, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. But there's big stakes there. I mean, you got guys that'll drop a thousand in a night. And the house, right? You were saying that the house, they, they, they. They of course, it. yeah. So they provide all the food, food, alcohol, alcohol, drinks, everything. Uh, they might even have a topless waitress to to attract players and stuff like that. And like, uh, so like, 
do these games happen every week or every once in a while they'll say, hey, we're having they a game. They run week. every twice a week. Like what days or what? Well, they have their set days. Like his games are Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. Friday evening? Yep. They start around 7 and run all the way to the... When, and that's, uh, is that in Oak Cliff? Dunkerville. All right. But uh, so we're playing over there. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Omaha. So what they'll do is like they'll mix in one hand of Omaha like per thirty minutes. Okay, is it similar to hold them? Basically, it's like hold them, but you get four cards. But say, for instance, there's a you have like say there's a a one card flush. You have to have you have to use two cards. So you get four, you have to use. Two. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So okay, okay, instead of just your two, you get four, but you're gonna use two of whatever. Right, okay. you have to use two, so you can't use just one card out yeah, of yeah. four. Yeah, okay. So the odds are two. a little better. Yeah, so basically you, you can have something with these two, but then you have these two cards over here for backup uh-huh. or something else. If right? something comes out, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Omaha. So basically, I had like a, I had like pocket aces and pocket kings double suited. Mm-hmm. So I had. Ace King of Spades and I had Ace King of Diamonds. Hello. Hello. No, not today. Because I want to show whether it's too raining or not. Omaha. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they mix one of those games in every few. Yeah, so uh, so I have pocket aces and pocket kings, and my starting hand with two different flush possibilities. Long story short, I got about eighty bucks, right? I got about eighty bucks, right? Well, you mean uh, that's all you were holding? Yeah, I was down to down. I was down and out. Right, I had, I had got up to about three hundred dollars at one point. I got down to eighty dollars. So we're playing ten handed, meaning there's ten people at the table. So somebody makes it twenty. So instead of just calling it twenty, I go all in for my eighty bucks. Well, the whole table calls my eighty bucks. <laughs> ten players. Oh shit! That's so eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred dollars in the pot. Just on that one fucking call. One hand. Yeah. And guess what? I won. <laughs> my shit won. <laughs> So, I raked in $800 off of 80 bucks. God, you're back up now. Did you? I cashed out. You cashed out and laughed? Yeah, like, no, well, I folded like for about 15 minutes. And uh, you, I, you, you, you didn't want to just... I had been playing for a while already. Yeah, you were good to go. It was actually on my birthday this past... You were good to go. <coughs> this past uh, March. Dude, I'd, I'd fucking love to go to one of those games uh, at, at the back house and shit. Just to fucking... Go and hang out, you know, and have fun. Maybe come up, you never know. Alright, so this is a triple decker. Look at this. That looks like the one where me and Gripo were smoking, dude. But this looks like a homemade <laughs> homemade uh, style. Just watch for falling particles. Yeah, we, uh... There's some good poker action in those games, man. I've, I've been, shit, I've been blessed to fucking win quite a bit. Fuck yeah, dude. Some fucking money. You've won some fucking money, dude. 
Yeah, so I could get to the other side of it was like in 2010, I went and I played in that tournament and I'm, you know, I was making all this money. I probably won about 17 grand for the year. And then my wife tells me she's like, you're playing too much poker, you ain't never home, right? So I'm like, oh man, I'll go buy her a new coach purse, $300, you know? For that day, she's okay, right? But then the next day, she's talking shit again, right? <coughs> but I'm not listening. <coughs> Until one day, I tell her, hey, I'm going to go play poker. She's like, no, you're not. And I, like, and I was like, man, I said, I'm going to give you $100 when I get home or something like that. She's like, no. She's like, you go play poker. We ain't going to be home when you get home. So that being said, I didn't play poker for literally like, about two years. Mm -hmm. I stopped playing because my wife was like... Because you were gone too much and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gone three, I mean, money fine, but damn, nigga, you ain't never home, right? Yeah. And my kids were little. They were like four and five. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was missing out a little bit. Quite a bit. But yeah, they... Uh, but yeah, so that happened. And then here recently in the last two or three years... You know, my kids are older now. You know what I'm saying? They don't need as much. Attention. Yeah. Uh -huh. As far as like, you know how. When yeah, they, when they're little, you got to be yeah, there. You got to watch them because mm -hmm. now they fuck some shit up. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, like now they're like, man, they, they're teenagers. They got own, their own plans and shit. Can yeah. take me here, take me there. But yeah, so now it's a little different. My wife's like, you know, go do your thing. You know, she tells me to go play now. You know what I'm saying? She's like, hey, why why don't you go play, you know? And, like, yeah. do you like to stay pretty clear-minded when you play, or you drink? Or, like, you play better when you're sober, so, or a little buzzing, or what? Uh, I actually always smoke before I play, but I always drink a little bit of that keto drink that I drink. All right. So it gives you, like, and that drink gives you, like, brain focus. Uh -huh, and, okay. You know, and stuff like that. But you don't drink alcohol while you're there? Uh, Sometimes. A little bit. Yeah, like at the casino, I will. But you don't get fucked up. I usually don't get fucked up because I have to drive. Yeah. All right, all right. So, but at the casino, I will get fucked up. I if like, you're at the hotel, you, if you're going to stay at the hotel, you, you'll get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I like to drink uh, mm -hmm. uh, Red Bull and vodka. Ah, what is Tito, that called? Tito's and Red Bull. What is that mix? What is that called? That drink? With oh, the, that one right there. The Red I don't Bull. know, but, but the one that I drink is the Vegas Bomb. Vegas Bomb, but yeah. That's Red Bull, Crown, Malibu, and Peach Snot. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, but at the casino, they charge for that. <laughs> premium. Unless you're at Vegas. Or oh, even at Vegas. No, Vegas, though, still. Oh, premium shit. Okay. So if you say, give me a Vegas Bomb, that already automatically means... You getting you paying for that? Yeah, because but if you say like Crown and Coke or Brandy and Coke, yeah, 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 okay, get the this house thing. shit is you know it's yeah. free. But yeah, you start talking premium mojito and shit. Nigga say, give me a shot of Patron. All right, bitch, it's twenty dollars, huh? <laughs> but yeah, poker man, poker has been good to me. Uh, anybody that. That has ever played with me. I mean, I I've always put put you know I've always put my name out there. So anybody's ever played with me knows that you know what I'm saying you get in a hand with me, you just you better come on with it. Yeah, you're bring it. Yeah, bring it. Because I don't play a lot of hands. You know mm -hmm. that all that stuff comes into factor. Then we could start talking about tales of the tape. Like, you know, 
of hands you play com- like you can, compared to the hands that are one. You type can shit. start reading people after a while, like just by so the way. So people do have tells. They have a lot of tells because after you've been playing for hours, you don't realize you start doing things different, which give away things. Yeah. So that's why niggas hide their faces and their eyes. Yeah, when I play at the casino, I always wear a hat and I always wear sunglasses. Why? I don't know, but it helps me because I usually have a hat and it helps them call me. If that makes any sense. Because if I didn't have sunglasses on, it probably would look at me and see how calm I am and then not call me. Uh-huh. Versus with my shades on, I look like a fucking crook or they're like, oh, he's full of shit. He thinks he's badass, fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? So they don't know what's going on underneath those glasses. Uh-huh. So they want to see. Oh, I'll call. They'll pay to see it. But at the casino, I've always run good at Winstar. Man, I've run real good at Winstar. Uh, just here recently, uh, when I went for my birthday, I went. Oh yeah, I, I went the week before. I bought in a hundred dollars. I cashed. I got up to a thousand bucks off that hundred dollars. Wow. And then they hit me. They have um, they have table games. They have roulette and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's, it's not the same as Vegas, but they have it because. I promise you, their machines are different. Really? Like, looser or tighter? It's just, like, it's set up, like, a certain way. I know, I mean... Like, I you'd I have ever, to see it to understand. Like, for instance... Like, I don't think I've ever it, played... Okay, so, for instance, the one you were playing was in Vegas? <coughs> I went to Vegas, and I played roulette. I don't okay, really so think the, I played slot. So, the roulette, right? Mm-hmm. So, it had, like, that screen with all the, the numbers that numbers just came that out, right? Came out, uh-huh. So, it had, like, a pattern. Uh-huh. Right. Well, um, if I guess. If you're looking at it, like if you start from the top and look at the bottom, the numbers come out like in a certain yeah and order kind of so in, yeah, in a way. So somewhat, yeah. But some tables do. Uh-huh. Not all of them. Uh-huh. But there'll be some where it's like 23, 27, 5, 3, 29, 7. So there's nothing in between coming out just a high-low. Uh-huh. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Well, over here in... And Winstar, I've never seen so many double zeros in my life. You see double zero up there almost every, like, every, like, ten spins, a double zero comes out. What? Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, man, that shit ain't, it's rigged or something. Because. Fucking angels. Because, and then the numbers are all over the place. It'd be like 30, 17, 4. 15, 29, 3. Like, you can't catch a rhythm the way but we it, play, the way me and you play. Yeah. Nah, you can't play it. But, but but you, if you catch a table where there's a rhythm, then you're good. That's the only uh, thing. But on most of these tables, man, they fucking, them numbers are all over the place. That's weird. Because I wonder, like, what do you think? Magnet or that? Like, yeah. And then real? I've noticed some people run it different. Some spin that ball really hard, mm-hmm. and then when they first go to the machine, like the the newest person, like say they change the dealer, mm-hmm. when they come over there, that will spin it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some of them will tap it and speed it up, and mm-hmm. some of them will tap it and slow it down. Okay, it changes the that ball. changes the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's weird. I like that though. I like the roulette. I don't know why. I mean, that's the only game I played. I guess that's why, but. That, that two out of three thing, fucking, yeah. it worked out for me, you know what I'm saying? 
Shoot, but damn, double zeros, you said... Come out like every 10 spins. Like that, that means, hey, take a chance every once in a yeah. while. Put a 10 on there. And so. I saw this one dude, and that's the thing, though. I wasn't winning for shit, but I seen this one dude running the dog. Man, he was hitting the fuck left and right. He was betting, like, he was... He was spreading shit around? Like, he was betting, and he fucking was betting, and then all of a sudden, he bet $100 on double zero. This nigga hit, like, $1,000. What's the double zero payout? I don't even know, like bro. How many numbers know. is it? Fuck. I don't know, bro, but he won, like, probably, like, $4,000 within, like, 20 minutes. Like, But he was, what he was doing is he was putting those fucking chips in his pocket. He just kept that same little 200 he had out there. Because a roulette, you can take money off the table because it's cash. Not like poker. Poker, you can't take chips off the table. But you have to... Wait. Hold on, because I remember... Because... They give you chips but it that are a certain color take. for you, but you got to cash them out for the house chips. Not all the time. So, okay. for instance, that's if you're paying dollars. Mm-hmm. If you're playing like dollars, they'll give you those color chips. They'll give you all red. Oh, like if I walk up with hundred right. bucks, boom! But if I walk up, like for instance, the way I play, I oh, always you walk tell up, them, you already have chips. I, no, no, no. I'll tell them like I'll give a hundred dollars or fifty dollars. I tell chips. them I want all fives. I'm gonna oh. play the outside, so they'll give me five dollar chips from the casino. Okay. Uh-huh. So therefore, if I win, you I could put some chips in my pocket and still leave them out there. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't affect anything. Mm-hmm. Versus those other those, chips, yeah, they're not worth anything. Yeah, you got to cash, you gotta cash them out. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. get your money out. Yeah, so you play... He was playing bigger limits, so he was betting with $10 chips. So he had them in $100 stacks, and he was putting two or three in his pocket every time he oh, won. Oh, hey. Yeah. And this was in Oklahoma? At Winstar, and I was losing. I lost like a When you go, it's mostly like a day trip. You go and then come uh, back. Here lately, like yeah. the last two times I went... But you don't drink when you're there. A little bit. Yeah. I always take my backpack with liquor. Wait, you can take your liquor inside? You take your own drink. Inside the casino. So I can take my, my this, my mixer. No, 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 no. I don't no, get it. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Come on, bro. Think about it. What are you talking they about? They sell liquor. You think they're going to let you walk in? Be what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you Come talking? on, What are you man. talking about? What is this thesis? <laughs> Come on. Well, you say you can bring your own beer. <laughs> You gotta creep. You gotta sneak. You know what to do. Oh, so you gotta yeah. Contraband. So out. I take my backpack. I got my fucking Gatorade bottle full of fucking liquor. And like nobody. I got my two or three Red Bulls. Nobody. They got the drinks out there where you can get Sprite, cups uh-huh. of ice, Coke, whatever. So I just go and get two cups, fill one up with uh, ice. How do you? Blah, 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 blah. I go to the restroom, get <laughs> my drink, come out. I got a full cup. With the backpack? Yeah. Because I'm a poker player. All the poker players have backpacks. Because yeah. I got headphones. I got a charger. I got sanitizer. I got all kinds of shit. Man. Sunglasses. You down to go as, well, as soon as they open up or what? Oh, no. I got to see. When is June 1st anyway? Uh, let me see. We're in... That's next couple weeks, dude. One week. That's next Saturday. Next Monday. Monday. A week from tomorrow. Let's go on the next Saturday. Let's go on the first weekend. On the 6th. I'm down if you're down. See you, baby. Love night trip. It's not far. I'm down. I got money on fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah, when I went for my birthday... So I had, I had that room. Remember, we were supposed to go. 
Remember we had hung out oh, at your yeah, hotel yeah. party? Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's so when went the up. next week was my birthday. Uh, so that Tuesday was my birthday. Well, I had a room reserved for the Saturday. You didn't like, stay or what? Like the 20th. No, well, all the corona shit was going oh, on. Oh, damn. So I went to play poker on Monday, which the day before my birthday. I dropped my wife off at work. It's... Went to play poker. Went up there to either play poker or play that slot machine I've been playing and hitting on. All right. So, so uh, I go. So usually there's a bunch of older crowd there early in the morning. They're regulars. They're irregulars, right? Mm -hmm. So when I went a week before on a Monday, it was like ten tables already. I got there like almost ten o'clock. It was already ten tables gone, right? Mm -hmm. I get there that day when the Corona shit is going on. One table. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the poker action? I said, damn, well, I'll go, I'm going to go play the slot machines. I go inside the casino. There's nobody in the casino, bro. There's like maybe like 10 people like every like 100 steps. Right. I was like, what the hell? So I was like, what the hell? So I go play my game, bro. I put in $100, right? And, and I always go down the line. So this one had like seven machines, right? The ones that I play. Uh-huh. But I've always been playing this one. You play one. a little while, then you jump. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I'll jump. So mm-hmm. bought in a hundred, got it down. I jumped over like two times. Wasn't really giving me. It was just up and down. So I ended up cashing out with like $38, right? Damn. Go to the next set, which is like down, you know, down a little bit. You just pick something random. No, oh. the, the same, same, same uh, machines that I play is just oh, in a different location. Okay, okay. There's like four sets of them in the casino. Oh, I see what you mean. The same machine, but over yeah, there. Yeah, so over here, there's like three of them, uh-huh. right? So I go, and I had hit the week before. I hit the progressive on the same machine the week before, $1,200. So I go, right? Well, it's not giving me nothing, bro, right? But, you know, you spin the machine and it's just going to stop, right, or whatever, when it's ready. <coughs> well, what I do is I fucking double tap it, like, like you know, like like a kid would. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, boom, 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 boom. I'm just stopping the damn slot from mm-hmm. spinning. So you can let it stop or you can stop I'm it stopping yourself. it on my own, mm-hmm. but it's really like a double spin. So it's costing me double to do that because I'm double tapping the button. Mm-hmm. So instead of betting a dollar seventy six, I'm betting three something now. Okay, right. First spin. So I'm burning a lot of money, Oof. right? Yeah. So I get down to eleven bucks. Boom! I stop it. <coughs> I hit eight hundred dollars. <coughs> and how does it work? It's not like in the movies where it's a bunch of coins come out, right? No. Nah. It'll like some uh, alarm goes off or something. Uh, no, because you didn't hit the, That's only on a jackpot. Yeah, the jackpot. This adds up on your card that you stuck in there or something. Like, how do you catch, like, hey, you I want You a little button that prints a little paper of money. And you take it to like the window? You can take it to the ATM or to the thing. Okay. The ATM will give you up to, like, $2,000. Oh. And, uh, and I, uh, when I hit that progressive, the 1200 yeah, it did. It went ding, 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 ding. It started doing Because that was the shit. top. Her prize it was the second to the top on of the machine. So basically, I bet a dollar seventy six, which is the second to the lowest. It's a penny slot. Okay. So the max bet is eight dollars. Okay. Right. The minimum bet is eighty bucks. I mean eighty cents. Uh huh. I bet a dollar seventy six. Right. So I hit the second to the largest jackpot. The large jackpot was twelve grand. 
I hit the second so jackpot. Some, when it goes brrr, so if somebody... I would have bet $8, I would have hit the 12000 pretty much. Oh, shit. But since I didn't bet oh, that, I could I only see. win the next jackpot, I see. I which see. was the second jackpot. I, I remember. Somebody, I got... Because... I don't know. There's usually like, like three of lines, them. So you can make different yeah. bets. There's usually like, like three of them. All the thing or just this. Yeah. I see what you mean. There's usually like, like three jackpots. There's usually one that's like 40 or 80 bucks. You know what I'm saying? There's one that's like 80 bucks. There's one that's like 500 and there's one that's like 10,000. You know, the, like that. Yeah. Right? So one was 12,000. One was 1,200. And it also depends on. And what then the you're other saying. one was $160. That was the third jackpot. So if I would have bet the penny, I would have won a hundred and thirty dollars or whatever it was. You know, if I would have bet the eighty cents. But anyways, it hit. That shit went crazy. But the thing about it, bro, is it it told me I had a hundred and twenty thousand pennies or something like that. So I didn't understand how much I won, honestly. Well, then this couple was walking by and they're like, oh, baby, you won the jackpot, 12000 So I'm like, oh, shit, I almost had a heart attack, bro. But it turned out to be 1200 Yeah, it ended up being 1200 but these motherfuckers <laughs> hyped me up. And I thought I won 12000 bro. I started feeling, man, my fucking chest started hurting for a minute. I was like, oh, shit, I thought I won $12,000, bro. Nigga. Because I've been playing that game for about a year. And I've been hitting on that motherfucker, right? And it's the little boy and the little girl. It's a little Asian. It's called Fu Yan Fu Yu. And the little boy and the little girl go back and forth carrying the main jackpot. Mm -hmm. So if somebody hits, so I hit the little girl, which was the second highest one. Mm -hmm. It was the little boy that time. Mm -hmm. But whenever somebody hits that top one, uh, the little girl moved to the to the top. Damn, dude. I want to fucking play. But, yeah, so so I slid over, Chama. So I slid over because I've been studying those machines. And they pay out, like, like the ones next to it will end up paying out, too. They'll give you that bonus because this one just gave out a bonus. So I slid over, put my money in there. I run it up. I hit three ninety five. Real fast? I put forty bucks in there. Oh. Hit three ninety five, right? Okay. Well, no, take that back. Take that back. I hit that progressive. That was the week before. All right, let me go back to my story. So oh. that one that I hit, I hit. Oh, wait, eight. you know what? Before you finish here, hold this real quick, because the time's about to run out. Let's uh, one second, real quick here. Okay, go for it. You went to the next machine. Okay, so I hit that 1200 progressive the week before this time I'm talking okay. about. Right? So that day, I get down to $11. I hit that fucking 800 Right? So I cash it out. This is my little move. I cash it out. I put 40 bucks in there. I don't hit shit. I slide over one machine. Put 40 bucks in there. I hit 395 Right? Yeah. Okay? Well... I'm feeding it, feeding it, feeding it, feeding it. I lose about $10. Well, the machine is about to give me a bonus. It says, luck has arrived. What? The motherfucker freezes up. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it freezes literally, right? Mm -hmm. I can't spin it. I can't do nothing. So I had to call the people, okay. right? So the lady comes and she's looking at, oh, baby, I don't know what's wrong with this. So she calls her manager. Well, the manager 
comes and they like download some shit and they put it, they close it back and it resets. I said, hold up, I had like a bonus or something. They're like, oh no, there was no bonus. I said, what? I said, oh hell no. I said, man, it was giving me a bonus and it froze up. I said, I've been playing this game for a long time. I said, I know what it does. I said, it was giving me a bonus spin and it froze. So she's like, oh, let me see. So she plugs the iPad back up to it. She's running a report or some shit. She's like, oh, there's no report. There's no no, no history of the bonus. Nothing the about the bonus, yeah. I said, oh, man. I said, man, let me get my money. So I said, man, fuck that. I'm talking shit, bro. I'm mad. So I'm cashing out my 380 I gave $15 back, right? So I cash out my 380 But the thing about it was there was a lady right there selling cigarettes, like in a little booth. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes, drinks, cigars, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little, you know, whatever they call them, right? Yeah. She was selling, and I was talking to her. I said, I said, you see this? I said, the machine froze on me, right? And she had saw I hit that 800, right? Right, well. So I'm like, man, let me, I'm mad. So I'm like, man, let me cash this out. So I, I get my money. I take like three steps, and I stop, and I turn around. I said, you know what? Let me put some money in there see what that machine does since it froze up, That's right? Okay. It just froze yeah, up, yeah. right? Let me see what it Maybe does. Maybe it's going to give you the same Bro, fucking play that so, it was about to give you. So I always bet a dollar seventy six, right? Uh-huh. I put I put uh, $40 in there okay. in cash. Okay. But this time I'm pissed. And the people are still kind of right there in the vicinity. But they're kind of walking off. Mm-hmm. So I bet the next bet, which I never bet, which is like, I think it's dollar. It's like three seventy two. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's, it's not like, the highest bet, but just no, it's next. like in the middle. Okay. There's like three seventy two, four fifty six, okay. and it gets like to eight dollars. Okay, so I bet like in the middle, but I never bet this. Like three fifty six, I think the bet is. So I'm like talking shit. I hit it, boom! The very first spin, I get my bonus, right? So you get it. Boom, 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 boom! I get a bonus. Then I get a bonus on top of that, bro. It ran my shit up to four eighty. So I had already cashed out that three eighty something, yeah. and I had already hit eight hundred on the one before. Damn! So I was like, "What the fuck?" It so was the day before my birthday. Uh-huh. Man, I was like, "Damn, I couldn't believe it, bro!" I, cashed <laughs> out. I had I had went in the casino with three hundred dollars. I came out that bitch with nineteen hundred. Damn! I won seventeen hundred in slots, bro. Damn! And I lost a hundred in poker. Man, you were up on that fucking trip, way. Bro, I was gone. I got there at 10 o'clock. And I told my wife, man, you might have to catch an Uber home because it takes time to play poker, right? Bro, I hit that shit real quick. I got there at 10. No, but way, I took off by 1230. I was gone by 1230, way. Heading back to Dallas with my little 1700. Oh, <laughs> but they, two hours later, my mom calls me. She's like, hey, are you still at Winstar? And I'm like, no, nah, I already left. I'm getting close. You know, I'm already in Dallas, whatever. And she's like, oh, well, they closed it. And I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, they're closing it down. She's like, it's closed now. Got corona. Yeah. Oh, so, that you? so that day, they were closing it down, bro. Yeah. I think at 10 you, o'clock. After you left, that was it. Yeah, so at 10 o'clock, it was going to be closed. Damn, so you were the big winner. I you were the like, last big I winner of the night. <laughs> Pre-corona winning that nigga over here. But shit. man, I I've been hitting that machine, man. I don't know if it's gonna pay out when I go back, but I'm gonna go back. So that trip ain't nothing either. Hey? I'm down to go. What is it like an hour? 
Yeah, it's about as hard. I was gonna ask, uh, what's up with so where are y'all at? Uh, you're all on Second Avenue over there. Um, where where's the spot at, dude? The shop. Yeah, Second Avenue. Let me see. I'm thinking, I'm thinking in my head. So, like for instance, if you were on Thirty, like how do you get to work? How do you get over there? Like for instance, you. The on, way I go is, I come uh, Thirty, you know, from like Buckner, uh -huh. going towards downtown. I exit Dolphin. Mm -hmm. We take Dolphin. Mm hmm You go back to the towards, towards the back. Yeah, it'll uh Dolphin turns into uh it used to be Hatcher's Ellis Faye Higgins now. But if you come off one seventy five, it's still Hatcher. If you come off one seventy five, it's still Hatcher. And it's right by Lincoln High School. You don't smoke blunts or Yes sir. Let me hit that va that vapor. I'm gonna buy me. I'm gonna, cause see, I got a I got a battery, way for my the one I have for the TH for the CBD, and it's just like this. It's a smaller version, but it's just like this. So I'm thinking, I'm assuming, I could just put my this juice in it, and it's gonna work the same. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna put a few drops in it. I don't wanna waste it, you know. No, but you can't add to those kind of cartridges. That one I had that's broken, you could have. I just threw You it can't away. add to this one? Not that kind. It has to be the kind that come apart. Oh. Uh, look, that's true. Yeah, because like mine, mine, I can open it. Yeah, you can open the back. Okay, so you, like this one? Is it a dropper? Yeah, yeah, see? See, you could add to these because this one comes apart. Mm -hmm. so, so why'd this, you throw it away? Isn't it? Because I don't, it, ref, I don't refill them. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, could you get, it's just... You got a battery already? Yeah, I got a battery. Mm -hmm. Damn, how many of them you got? <laughs> oh, but there ain't nothing in there. It should got something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this one got that much in there, man. But yeah, that machine's been good to me, man. Damn, it's 944? Nah, that's wrong time. What time you got over there? That's wrong, because I just bought this. I don't think the time is correct. 844. Oh, okay. About <laughs> to say. Oh, uh, so, like, what kind of shit goes down over there? Like, any interesting, like, because, you know, like, on the TV, right? So, we get this whole, like, image of, like, the Pawn Stars, right? It's all cool. <laughs> People bring cool shit, old shit. It's not like that. Well, at least where you're at, it's not like that, right? It's uh, mostly just TVs and stereo. Like, what what do people bring in there? Gold. Yeah, I mean, we get we get a lot of everything, but uh, gold and tools, electronics are pretty much like the stuff we bring. The gold has the best value, like because we can loan the most on it and we can make the most off of it when mm -hmm. we sell it. So. Our pawn shops love gold. And y'all and y'all only like there's certain stuff y'all just won't loan on, right? I'm assuming. Uh yeah. like rims, like somebody comes in with some rims. Yeah, like for instance, rims with no tires, we wouldn't take them. Mm -hmm. But rims like my shop, we're kinda picky on that stuff. Rims like twenty twos and up is what we take. If, if they're like clean, legit they then be like okay. Twenty twos or twenties uh, we won't even look at. Mm-hmm. And how about uh any what's like the most 
interesting, most expensive, most something that you can remember off the bat that was like that came through there. Uh, we had a three and a half carat princess cut diamond. That big? It's pretty big. Three and a half carats. That's uh wow. Okay, because I'm thinking. Damn, and and what was the like? What's the, what was the story? Do you know it? Like, well, so there's a story behind it because I'm the one that took it in. Uh huh. So we gave about. Uh, so this is the thing, right? The diamond <laughs> was damaged, right? So the clarity is still good. Still nice clarity, right? But damage? How does the yeah, diamond get so, damaged? So the way it was set, it was like, just imagine you're holding your thumb. You have your pinky tucked away, and you got your thumb, your ring finger, your middle finger, your pointer finger. Yeah, because it, so it Making holds a it. perfect square, like holding something. It holds it, okay. Imagine a diamond sitting right in the middle of, that, of those holders, right? Uh-huh. Well, they chipped it. Mm-hmm. Well, they hit it or dinged it. They gave it a crack, like on the, Into the, on the side of the surface. So when you look into it with the, the you little eye, it. you can see a hairline crack going ah. through the side of it, right? So that right away. Like, so uh. with that being said, okay, the story behind this is <laughs> the politics, trafficking. Blood diamond? Sign, kind of, sort of. So this But it was a lady, wedding band So this lady lives in South Dallas, okay. right? She's a black African-American woman. Mm-hmm. She marries an African guy. Okay, from over there. From Africa. Uh-huh. He pays her $4,000. They have to live together for, I want to say... Oh, like Im- for immigration so stuff. So they, they live together for, I think, one year or two years. Okay. They have to live together. Okay. So you the two-year span was over. Mm-hmm. She got her money. She came to sell the ring. And he gave her a ring. And so that, ring, that was- ring was big. It was nice. I mean, imagine the size. That ring was... The diamond was probably about the size of uh, a little bit smaller than a annihilator. That's a big motherfucker. That's a big. That's a bad rock, nigga. Damn. Yeah, so so we, like a annihilator, annihilator is like a fucking one inch square, yeah, bro. So so you know, like the dentine gum. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a square. Uh-huh. The dentine gum. Yeah. Probably about that big, almost. So that's a little smaller than a annihilator. But yeah, it was huge. Three and a half carats of square diamond princess cut. Well, guess how much we gave for it? I don't know. $800. Oof. But the va- but like, uh, so we what's had, the, what so, was the other value on so it? So we side? had it priced. So, you know, the pawn shop wants to double or triple their money. Mm-hmm. So we had it priced $2,500. Right? Mm-hmm. Well... Just so happened, my district manager came by the shop one day and saw that ring. He's like, oh, we need to get this appraised. So he sends it off to get appraised and get certified. They send it back. <laughs> and they said, like, uh, it was worth, like, 10 grand if it wasn't, like, had that crack in it. Uh-huh. So they took the ring from us and they sent it to another store. They priced at 8000 They sold it for 6500 Damn. So they gave eight hundred bucks for it, sold it for sixty five hundred. Oh, and uh, 
She wasn't. She sold it to the shop, or she was she trying. Sold to, it. She got a loan. She's like, "Here, I'm getting rid of this." Yeah, she said, "Oh, uh, I'm getting a divorce. I married him for two years so he could get his papers. He paid me four grand. And I'm done. Wow. I need to get my money for this ring, and I'm done." You know, and I trip out because look, like uh, let's say like on that show, you know, and and if I'm not mistaken. Because, see, Rick Harrison, he's been on other radio shows and podcasts and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe he has the only license for the only pawn shop in Vegas. Do you know anything about that? I don't know, but we have pawn shops in Vegas. Oh, y'all do? Easy pawn. Okay, I think, I remember he told the story. I don't know if it's on the strip, something. There's a license that only came up once that the law was about to run out. And he saw it, and he uh, he... Got the license or something. I don't know what it was, but he, I think his is the only one on the strip. Whatever the fuck. Anyhow, uh, you know, uh, they people bring stuff in there, antique guns and all this stuff. But, you know, that's pretty, like, exotic. Yeah, because most of those TV. pawn shops are by downtown, which is old old downtown, which is, like, where the Golden Nugget. Like, if you ever want to go to, to like Vegas. Old school. So the strip you know? is, like... One side, that's like most of the current shit is uh-huh. like Bellagio, See. Caesar's Palace, mm-hmm. Paris, you know, that's all the up-to-date, the, strip. the newest shit, right? Yeah. Not the newest, but it's the strip. Mm-hmm. That's where everything's happening. Downtown is where that zip line is that you see where people zip lining across. That's downtown. That's the strip. That's the old strip. That's the that's old downtown. strip. Oh. That's downtown. That's where the pawn shops are. Okay. The pawn shops are down there. So basically, that's like the. It's kind of rough over there. That's like the look. It's rowdy. Like hold on. It's like a lot of the homeless people live over there. It's kind of trashy. Oh, I didn't know that. But if you want to stay somewhere for cheap, and you're okay with like catching an Uber or the bus to the strip, homeless people. The Golden Nugget, bro, is a good spot. So is it like an old strip sort of? Like yes, because they got the original like. The Golden Nuggets, so still, like it's the like whole, the oldest ho- okay, casino. Okay, so like if you wanted to go see the Four Queens, the gangster where the gangster hung out, that's the place. That's over on that side of Vegas. See, those, I don't think those are up anymore. No, like where the Stratosphere is, I think because next door used to be Stardust. Oh, because I guess they did knock down that all. They used the to old, be one of them. All now the old Stardust is gone. One. There's a lot of open field now over there. So where Circus Circus is, there used to be another There's one. There's a there. dude, Frank Collada. So remember on Casino. Uh, so on Casino, the Joe Pesci, right? He was um, he played Tony the Bull or Sammy the no, uh, Tony Spilatro in real life. Uh, and then so Tony Spilatro's uh, right hand man, his name is Frank Collada, and he actually did time, but now he's out and he lives in Vegas and he does mobster tours in Vegas. So you can you can go and sign up with his company and they'll give you a mobster tour and he'll tell you where this nigga got whacked and this. This is where the casino used to be, where we would skim and all this shit. Because he was the character in Casino that was the right hand man of the Joe Pesci character in real life. You know, his name is Frank. Frankie. Clark. Yeah, <laughs> it's the and he does some tours that I'd fucking would love to go go. You know, because he's an OG, get mobster straight up. Yeah, mobster. speaking of that, uh, my mom, my god, I mean, my mom and my mother in law and. My uh, wife's aunt, they went on a tour when we went to Vegas. They went on one of those tours. Well, on a mobster tour? No, 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 just a Vegas tour. Uh-huh. 
And there's one uh, casino in Vegas called The Area. It's a real popular casino. The There's a poker after dark. You ever heard of that? There's, Wait, it sounds like a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show. Okay. It comes on Channel 5 every once in a while. It's poker after dark. It comes on like at 1 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they have like poker players playing poker. Well, anyways, it's at the area hotel. Well, some politics shit got involved. Somebody didn't get paid off for the contract. So they built these three big-ass towers, right? Well, one of them is really close to the... And it's empty or something. Yeah. I heard something about that. Damn. There's one that's real close to the sh- sidewalk, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, apparently... Some beef with the zoning. And the, some, they the, said, oh, yeah, the, you know what? Check this out. It's empty now. Yeah, so the guy that... Uh, I don't know what they call him. The inspector? Uh-huh, I guess the inspector, uh-huh. right? Well, so the old inspector retired. When the project was going on, so they paid that yeah, one. He, they paid yeah, him. Yeah. He got paid yeah. for them to build the way up, up, well, to, up that to that the spot. Curve, whatever. Okay, yeah. up to that spot. Well, they ended up getting the new inspector. Well, the people were like, hey, we done paid the other guy, you know? He's like, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I mean, if y'all want to get this building approved, but you have to but y'all gotta you gotta take care of me, you yeah, know? Yeah. So they apparently they didn't take care of him. So guess what? When they gave the permit for those buildings, that first building didn't make the permit because why? It had missed the line where they had to cut off uh-huh. by so many feet they went past that. Oh yeah, yeah. So the whole building is trash now. It's just empty. It's empty. So what do they use it for? Billboards. So nobody can't be occupied because of where it's stationed at. It's a hazard. Yeah. It can't be occupied. Yeah, because of the because of the uh, cold. It's too close to the. There's a sidewalk right there. It's too close. But you know what? So Vegas, you know, we see this on the movies, the but Vegas Vegas was was built on all this backdoor, you know, back room sh- deals because the mobsters built Vegas. You know what I'm saying? What's his name? Uh, the one of the uh, the young kid from uh let me see it was um uh, Luciano and Meyer Lansky and the third kid what was that cat's name um he went out I think he was the one that went out towards Vegas and started Vegas you know in in the early days and shit you know I love the mobster stories dude especially about Vegas bro and that's right because he got killed in Vegas that's right. They they shot him up at his house, dude. I love monster stories, bro. Forget about it, way. You never seen Boardwalk Empire, right? You seen Boardwalk nah. Empire? And, uh, are you a Sopranos fan? A little bit. Boardwalk nineteen twenties mobster shit, way. Fucking legit. The guys that made uh Sopranos made Boardwalk Empire, so it's like legit gangster shit. And then, you know, they got their casinos back in the day, the underground casinos. Oh, man, there was going to be a race. So, you know how they, uh, I was going to go to, so before they canceled all these races, I was going to go to, um, where was it? New Jersey. Was it New Jersey? Yeah, it was New Jersey, some ski resort up in the mountains. They were going to do a, a Spartan race. And I was planning to go, dude. And I was thinking, man, it'd be so sweet. Go do the race. And then I was thinking I could get a hotel in Philadelphia. Go do the race, but then also see some sights in Philadelphia. And then Atlantic City is an hour away from Philly. 
So I can go to yeah. Atlantic City right away, you know, and go casinos, go to the boardwalk or whatever while I'm out there, you know, go do, like, go do all these things while I'm there for the race, you know, that's like my plan when I go do these races. There's one in Hawaii that yeah, I want to so, go do, but I don't know, Hawaii sounds expensive. Well, it's weird that you bring that up. So in 96, I was like, maybe like a junior high school. You're like 15 or something. 16, I think. 16, 17, maybe. Something mm. like that. Junior in high school. My parents, my mom's best friend met a guy on the internet and moved to Philadelphia. She was from Dallas. Uh-huh. She moved to Philadelphia. She had been living there for like a year. So my mom was missing her. Plus, she was like, hey, we should go visit her and take like a little vacation out mm-hmm. there. So we did exactly what you said. She lived in Philly. So it was around 4th of July. So we went to a festival right there where they filmed Rocky, where he runs up those stairs. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a museum. Where he runs up those stairs. Uh-huh. That's a museum right there. At the top of those stairs. Is that like Independence Hall or something? Yeah, it's a, some kind of museum or some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we went right there. They had like a big-ass festival and shit. Like, you know, like you could buy food and drinks, yeah. whatever, right? It was all right. And then uh, I got a fucking Gino's Philly cheesesteak. Damn, dude. The motherfuckers are good. Then they got pictures all on the wall of anybody you can think of, bro. So this was 96, 97. So. Like people who've been there, like famous people like who've been Michael to Jordan, gym. Bill Clinton. Yeah. I mean, fucking. I imagine nigga. Like anybody, Al Pacino. Everybody. Everybody's, everybody's pictures there. up there, bro. Yeah. Like any celebrity or athlete you can yeah. think of, right? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like all amazed and shit, right? <laughs> I was like, that's badass. And it's right on the corner in the hood. Right across the streets, like projects, they're playing basketball. Like nobody's business, bro. Yeah. Just it's like kinda the, like Rudy's just chicken. Just like the movies. So we okay, so get this, bro. All right. So this is a good little story. I'm glad you brought this up because the true story, bro. We almost got robbed in Atlantic City. Almost? Yes. That is almost. Okay, so we go. So Atlantic City's an hour away. Mm-hmm. So we drive to Atlantic City, bro. Right? I'm like 17, but of course I'm a little heavy. I think I, I remember you told me the story or something. Yeah. Like it sounds faint in my mind. Because I told it. y'all the story, I'm sure, when a I long, came back. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Long, okay, but I, I don't, but go ahead, because I don't remember. Because I've been knowing you fucking over 20 years. So, <laughs> well, so yeah, you've heard the story before. But, anyways, we so go yeah. to Atlantic City. Uh-huh. I'm 17, so I'm not old enough to gamble. Okay. But I still get in the casino and you I go. I go until they catch me and then they ID me and we kick, get kicked out. Right? Like out of the building. So we go to Trump. We go to the Trump casino. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went to the Trump casino. They went to Caesars. Uh-huh. And there's a mall. So you're with your mom. My mom, my you dad. You just play it off until it's hey. It's me, uh, my mom, my dad, ID, my son. mom's friend, and her new boyfriend. So you can't hang out with them. As He's long from as Philly. He's you, from over. You can't there. even be in the casino. No, you not not a. You can walk through, but you can't like. Oh, like stand. walking through. Is like cool. if my parents are gambling, I can't stand there yeah, and watch. Okay. I have to move. I around. remember that my nephews were yeah, with me and they so, had to wait in the lobby. Yeah, so they kicked us out. Of both casinos were like, all right, so we go to the mall, right? But it's real windy that day, so they got. The mall goes out. It starts at the at the shore, mm-hmm. and the mall goes out onto the water. Ooh. So at the back end of the mall, there's a bunch of fucking decks where you can go out and look at the water. Okay, like it's okay. badass, right? Yeah. Little, little little ocean view. You're way out there. Yeah, little yeah. ocean view. It's the back end and of the it's mall. All boardwalk shit. Yeah. yeah right. Nice. So it, it's real windy. So they have it closed. They have a sign. Uh-huh. 
uh, it says, back dock closed, high winds, okay. right? Okay. But we're we're visitors, and my my mom's oh, friends like shit. my mom's friends like, oh y'all need to see this. Let's let's just go out there anyway. So we look around, we creep out there, right? Yeah. Badass view. We go to the little edge of the deck, and we're looking over the water. Hey, you ever track. notice how, how horror movies always start with some shit like that? Like, do not cross. Yeah. Ah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. So we're taking pictures, right? Okay. We're y'all taking pictures, there, right? Okay. But nobody's there. Just <laughs> there's <y'all>. two people. <coughs> two people out there. Somebody to the right, to not- the right, there's some guy looking over the edge mm-hmm. with his back towards us. Man, he look like he's just minding his own business over there to yeah. the right. He's over there looking over the edge, and he's just we we just see the back of him. Yeah, right. And then over here, straight ahead, <clears throat> on the edge, looking over the water, it's like a it's a lady, heavy set lady, white lady. I mean, she don't look no hard on that, right? Yeah. So we're taking a picture. So we're facing the mall and the back doors. Now that guy that we saw standing to the right with the back towards us is to the left of us. So we're taking a picture with the water behind us. So we're facing the building. Mm-hmm. So to the left of us is that one guy that has his back towards us, mm-hmm. which he's not paying us no attention or nothing. Right? Distance. Yeah, he's over there minding his own business. Yeah. Well, we're taking pictures, taking turns. So it's like everybody's taking turns using the camera, so one person is not in the picture uh-huh. every time. Well, that makes sense, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So this lady walks up and she's like, "Hey, let me take y'all's picture together." Okay. Yeah, all of y'all get in there, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're like, "Oh, okay, cool." So we get in, and she's like, she's like trying to give us instructions how to fucking line up, and you move over here, and oh, you need to come forward, and oh, you need to go to the back. That type shit. Because it's two, four, six of us. Okay. All right. So she keeps trying to move us around, but we don't really see. So we start getting a little irritated. We're like, take take the picture. Yeah, We're yeah, telling her, like, take yeah. the picture. Well, then all of a sudden, my mom's friend, like, she's like, oh, I feel sick. And she takes off running like she's about to throw up. Uh-huh. Well, the lady never takes the picture. Well, she starts running inside. Right. Well, at that second... Right when I see her run inside, I turn and look, and I see the guy that was over there to the side. Oh. He was uh, walking. He was like literally like ten steps behind that girl now, mm-hmm. but he had his hand inside his pants. Mm-hmm. But right when she took off running, it's, he like kind of like slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then this guy came from upstairs to throw the trash that worked there. Okay, same, like right exactly. So some guy came out with a trash can and then homeboy turned around and just walked off and went inside real quick. Well, then the lady wouldn't give my dad the camera back. She was like, oh, just wait right here. They're coming back. They're coming back. She was their accomplice. Yeah, so she was trying to set us up, bro. And see, I was about to say, when she was like, Oh, move over here, move over here. Because she was trying to make your vision yeah. to well, where y'all couldn't so see we him walking. So we went everywhere looking for her. We could not find her. Well, like that 30 chick, minutes later, my, mom, your my mom's friend. My okay. mom's friend. So her husband, her boyfriend was out there with us. Yeah. So where was she? She didn't say shit to us, right? When we get inside, she said that guy had a gun. So she saw it. <laughs> she saw walking. the gun. But none of us, we saw him over here. Because we were looking over and here. And you imagine how scared she was? <coughs> Instead of saying, what the fuck? So we were looking at 12 o'clock for the camera. Uh-huh. 
over here at nine o'clock. He was coming up from the yeah, side from with the a gun. Blind side, blind side. Yeah, but she was to the right Where side she, of us. She went like this. And she saw just him. happened to see him, and she took off running, acting like she was sick, like made a scene. Mm-hmm. Just so happened that dude was throwing the trash, came out at the same time, and that homeboy just took off his side real quick. And I was wondering why he had his hand on his waistline running in real quick. But I thought he was just minding his own business the whole time. But yeah, fucking, I don't, Atlantic City, I really like Philly too much. The food was good. Was that during the day or evening or what? What time was it? It was nighttime. Nighttime, five. It was probably about about eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Like I, I, you know, cause, cause honestly, like, look, I've never traveled way. The only traveling that I've done is with with Philly and them in the drive. And you know, you don't see nothing. You're just yeah. driving through states, you know. And but but now I'm in a good. Sh- I'm I'm in such good shape that I can do this shit now, dude. And like I want to do it. Like that was my plan for this year is to you know to see some see some stuff, you know. Man, I definitely Colorado, bro. You'll love it, especially how you like, like the mountains. Oh my God, bro, they're beautiful. And the races. So, are- so we went, we went to Denver, Colorado. We went up, we went to the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. So they they filmed a, a movie at a state park. Okay. Which in the movie it's Aspen. But okay. It's not Aspen. That's what, oh, so where they were at, they were it was at Colorado. States Park. There's okay. a hotel there. Okay, that's where they filmed. Uh, oh, yeah. Remember where they killed that parrot? Yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah that's that. That yeah. hotel is there, and it's outside the Rocky Mountains, which is called a States Park. Nice. So we go to States Park, which we hiked up into the Rocky Mountains. Man, that air is so fucking thin, bro. You cannot breathe. Like as soon as you, you get out what? the car. You start feeling like shortness of breath already. Like Man. it was weird. And you know what I heard about it. So in training, you know, if I'm if I'm gonna do high altitude training, like high altitude races, I gotta train for it. And usually you see like these niggas wearing masks while they're running. It 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 shortens the amount of oxygen that you breathe because that's it simulates what you're gonna experience in the high altitude. I see <laughs> a lot of the football players train with those. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so if I if I do those races in Colorado, I'm, I'm assuming I'm an, I'm a I hey, better prepare hey, for that. So shit we bigger. we fucking went, we walked up the mountain for an hour and a half, right? Uh-huh. We walked three miles in total. So up, so it up took and us down? like so, so, a mile and a half. Yeah, so three miles in total. Uh-huh. So it took us an hour and a half to go one and a half miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we walked. Nice. We didn't run or nothing. Yeah, yeah, nice. And and it, the way it is, it's it's kind of like man made in a way, I guess. Kind of like those trails are in in, in the like somebody scenario. broke. It's steps, like it's like flat, of. but then it's a step, but then they're like long, big steps, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So we had our little walking stick, and then fuck me and it smoked a fat ass blind <laughs> the way, you know what I'm saying? So it didn't help any. So we get there, we go up way. It's a beautiful day, bro. And uh, there's still snow on the mountains in the middle of July. Yeah. Up there Yeah, still. they said that two weeks ago there was snow everywhere. Oh. So everything was real green and fresh because all the ice had been melting uh-huh. away. So we go up to the top. Man, that shit was beautiful, man. We fucking... I've wow. never seen nothing like that in my life. And uh, 
the water. We went to the, they had the fresh stream of water. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were over there. I was putting my water bottle in there and drinking straight out of that shit. Delicious. It looked bad. It was ice cold. Because oh. coming cold. out with the melting the ice. ice. Yeah. Golly. And then, uh, so we went to the casino. Man, there's a casino in Colorado? There's, there's a casino in, in Denver. It's called uh, Blackhawk. It's in Blackhawk. It's like 45 like 45 minutes to an hour kind of 45 minutes but okay so this is the catch bro so the whole time you remember like need for speed the game uh yeah okay just imagine a mountain with a two-way road with a fucking on the side of the mountain. the side of the road mm-hmm. is going on the side of the mountain the whole way okay right next between the mountain and the road is a river and the whole time you're driving next to the river and the mountain. So mm-hmm. one time, one side is the river, one side is the mountain, okay, nice. and you're driving right along oh, that shit nice. the whole way. Well, about seven different times you go into the mountain. There's a hole. There's a hole cut Ooh. out in the fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah, and you're driving damn. through it, bro. Shit. No signal. No nothing. Like no Just gas stations. <laughs> and man, that shit got it gave me anxiety. So the first day we you were go, driving, I drove. We I drove all the way up to the mountains, and right when we got to where we had to go in the mountains, mm-hmm. I, my my fucking stomach was hurting, bro. But we had been smoking all day too, so I was like, man. I told my wife, man, you drive. She's like, all right, you're driving home then. I'm like fuck it. Well, we got there like at five o'clock. I didn't realize I was gonna be driving in the middle of the night. So we go. It's beautiful, bro. Beautiful fucking view. We go. So y'all drove from here to over there? No, no, no. We flew to Denver. Okay, I rented a car. We rented a car, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like forty-five minutes. No, it was like an hour because to get to the casino. Yeah, because we ain't driving fast like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we fucking go. It's having a good time. Then we leave. It's time to leave. Well, we went the scenic route on the way up there mm-hmm. through the FM road. Well, on the way back. We were coming through, I think it's 10 or 40, one of those, coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> it's a highway, but, bro, the fucking highway is on a downhill the whole time. So the fucking casinos are at the top of the mountain. Oh, shit. Yeah. They got views. Yeah, it's it's not really like a view because the mountain's so much, you can't see shit. Mm-hmm. The mountains are so high, you can't see nothing. Oh. So you're at the top of the mountains, but the mountains are higher than you still. If that makes sense. Oh, there's still more shit higher. Yeah, I see. But you're way they're up not, there. They're not at the top. You're way up there. They're way up there. Well, but then not the way road up. turns around. It don't go any further. Oh, it turns around. It right only there. goes up to, to the west. casino, and then it turns around. You come back and you go around and get on the freeway. Oh. So we go through. Now that. you're on the other. So end. we go around the other side. It's supposed to be faster, right? Man, I was so fucking scared. Because now you're on the edge of the river. Not only can I see nothing, we're on the interstate and motherfuckers are going 70 and 80 miles down a fucking hill with curves, nigga. I mean, I'm talking about curve right, curve left, curve right on a straight downhill. (laughs) I'm like, what the, man? I was riding the brake the whole fucking time. The fucking brakes are smoking. I was going like 50 and 40, bro. I was so fucking scared. Damn, and that shit dude. was, I couldn't see shit. It was midnight. Out in the fucking mountains. Black, Black Hawk Mountains, bro. 
I'll never forget that shit. One of the tripped out things about coming back from, let's say, like Vegas or West Texas, is how it's all downhill coming this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and it's weird because it's just like you just you're just coasting all the way from fucking wherever the fuck from New Mexico all the way back home. You know, basically, cause it's a downhill all the fucking way. Like one time, I took a car for Phil to uh. To Sacramento. Now, what's the name? What's the capital of New Mexico? Um, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, yeah. And Albuquerque is up in the mountains, sort of like the way you were saying. So I'm on the road, highway. It's just desert, desert. And then up ahead, there's like these big mountain ranges. And then the road just goes towards the mountain ranges, towards the mountain ranges. And then you take like this big loop. You take this big loop while you're coming into the mountains. And then city. Like dad, this fucking city is in the mountains, and so every streetway when you're in the city, every street is a hill, either up or down. You go this way, and it's up and down every street because it, you're up in the fucking, you know, crazy dude. But it's so nice. It's fucking the view. I love, I love going out that way because how the desert view, you know, the sand, the yellow, and then once you get into New Mexico, the mountain ranges, and then you get into Arizona. Um, like Arizona and uh, um, Vegas is in Nevada. You know, all these mountains and stuff. Ah, oh, that I love that shit, way. <gasps> Fucking beautiful, nigga. The drive, those socks, balls, nigga. 24-hour drive, nigga. <laughs> yeah. We had to, uh, <laughs> we were flying to Vegas like two years ago. Oh, spirit is not worth flying for. Spirit is not worth flying on. Yeah, they're cheap, but... Yeah, don't don't do it. Like I mean, I've it's like flipping a coin, bro. Cause I fly a lot. I fly like three times a year. Every summer, I take like three vacations, and you know all my homeboys I hang around with. You know they're like, "Damn, bro, you still driving that oh four oh five Impala?" So yeah, I ain't had a car payment in like eight years. Because afford- I like because I like to take my yeah. two vacations every summer. Nah, one in June, one in July. You know what I'm saying? What's, but, you, what's the next one you're taking? Well, we're going to Orange Beach in uh, the end of July. Where is that? Florida or something? Orange Beach, Alabama. Oh, okay. Is that badass? But it's nice? the Florida water. Okay. So the water like is right there. Clear. It's like right there. Yeah, so if you drive like it's 10, 10 to 15 miles up the road is what they call Florbama. Oh, you cross the state line. This is the first spot. It's called Perdido Key, Florida. Okay. So you, it's right there. But it's there. Pensacola. Pensacola yeah, pretty basically. much. Yeah. A lot of people, my daughter, uh, when they talk about going to Florida, they talk about going there to the Panhandle area, whatever the fuck they call it. That first part of Florida. Like you can find like really nice stuff yeah. there too, you know? It's a lot cheaper. Instead than of having to go all the way like to... Beach Everybody goes to Destin. That shit's expensive. Oh yeah, Destin. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's about three hours closer to Destin. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It's about ten hour drive. Yeah, that's a hidden gem. Orange Beach, Alabama. Check it out, y'all. And like they got hotel. Is I mean, yeah, like, they got everything. It's about ten to eleven hours, depending uh-huh. on who's driving, how many stops. So, so Fabian lives in Playa del Carmen, right? And he works at the at at the resort. So like. My plan is to go see him soon, at some point, especially now with the corona, but corona's ending, so at some point I want to go see him and, uh, you know, uh, 
probably stay a week or two, like over there. You know, I don't know, dude. Then he gets a discount at the resort. So imagine. Never know where you go. I'm like, I'm like, I need to get my passport though. Yeah, I want to go. I've never been to. Wait, I've been to Mexico, but it was all business, dude. So I didn't really get to enjoy any sights or nothing. I mean, I've never been to the beach. Oh, yeah, I've never been to the freaking beach. No? Mm-mm. So that's one of my goals for the year. So you should just go to Little Galveston or something, a little five-hour drive, four-hour drive. Yeah, I need to. One of these weekends, dude, I'm going to just fucking rent a car. <coughs> Take a road trip. <coughs> Ooh. Oh, what time is it? 9.18. Fuck it. I'll wrap this shit up. Just, uh... I'm gonna wrap this part up. So, uh, I want to thank y'all uh, for sticking around um, uh, this long, if you did. And I want to, you know, uh, you know, wish y'all a happy Memorial Day. And salute a soldier and just remember the sacrifices. Uh, Pregnant you got a great video out there. Uh, saluting the, the, the and memori- memorializing the dead soldiers. You can check that out. Uh, I want to thank Flock for hanging out and uh, allowing us to do this because we're here with him. So I want to thank uh, my nigga here because you know how it is, bro. Appreciate you, man. And um, I want to thank you guys out there uh, for for showing up. And checking your feed and you know how we do out here. Um, I got stuff planned out for you. We're working on it. So I appreciate your patience. Uh, and I want to thank Flock too, man. If you want to say anything, you know, before we get out of here. Any message to the people out there who are listening. And, you know, some of your folks who are eventually going to hear this. Once you share the uh, link with them. <laughs> Well, it was pretty cool. This is my first time doing this, and uh, hey, me and Chama go way back, so hey, he's trying to do a little something, so I ain't got no problem trying to, you know, help him out or whatever. I like to talk about whatever, but uh, yeah, poker was a topic. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've never, I've probably never be a pro. But I can say I've played with the pros, nice and, and I've I've made more money off poker than I make at my damn day job. <laughs> so, and hey, not everybody can say that shit, right? So I mean, hey, uh, thank you. It's tax free. You know, boop, tax boop. tax free week. Hold on, scratch that. Scratch that. Hey, uh... no, but uh, <laughs> for real, no, uh, yeah, we report everything. My wife calls me a professional <laughs> gambler because when I play on the slot machine, somehow I win too. But what I say is, uh, hey, it's blessed money, you know, because I used to have cricket money that, that never fucking gave me any luck. But that blessed money, that hard-earned fucking money, butcher knuckle money, that shit will fucking bring you all different kinds of lucks. And so that, that I can say is real. Cause ain't nothing like that blessed money you fucking grind hard for and work and bust your ass for. And you know what? On another show, next time uh, we'll get together, we could talk about some of that stuff because we do like to talk about uh, 
you know, back in the day, how, how, you know, you know, the choices that we make and stuff and like the risky behavior, dude, that we would, you know, we, and we've all done it. Right. And it's like, but you know, it's it, sometimes it's good to look back and, and really realize and recognize that, that we're really blessed to have made it through because man, some of those choices that we made back in the day, bro, could have ended up so bad. But, um, again, I want to thank flock and uh, we're going, he's going to be back on here again soon. I want to thank you guys out there too for checking in. We got a lot of stuff coming to, uh, this week, so stay tuned. Uh, I want to thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, and uh, we will see you soon. Uh, this has been Thesis Everything is Everything. I'm your host, Jay Marie. My nigga Flock. Peace What's out, that? people. The streets of my city be gritty. Young niggas pack plenty eight because they ain't never show no pity. Uh -oh. Young niggas die on the streets with concrete, blasted from under heat. Niggas just trying to make ends meet, trying to eat. Day to day, we're living with no religion. Luxury cars and this money got my full attention. School teachers and the preachers don't know what to teach us. They don't get a second look without them ghetto creatures. Non-pigmentated, so the niggas rated. All the grave at first, and so they had to rate it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, right there for you folks out there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Flock. Thank you guys out there. We'll see y'all soon. Peace. This is my freestyle.